93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, January 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police issued a warning after they say an Apple AirTag alert was found on a vehicle in Lower Providence Township and a suspicious vehicle was observed outside of the victim's home. The incident happened on January 14th at approximately 8.44 p.m. when officers were dispatched to the 600 block of Barrington Road for a report of suspicious activity. According to the police, the victim said that they had just returned home from the movie tavern when they received an iMessage on their iPhone from Apple that read unknown accessory detected. This item has been moving with you for a while. Mm. When the victim went inside their home, their phone sent an additional message warning that their location was visible by the owner of the item. Safety alert. Your current location can be seen by the owner of this item. You may be carrying this item or it could be located closely. If this is not, if this item is not familiar to you, you can disable it and stop sharing your location the second notification read. This is scary. Well, we, we talked about this. We talked about that they were, um, that thieves were putting these tags on cars right, that, and parking lots. Yes. By the, and also, stalkers were, have been using yeah. them. Yeah, but so it sounds like they've got the safety protocols in place that, they, yes. uh, that, that might, you know, deter, put a, put a stop to this real quick. Yeah, so. they said they were going to oh. do it. Yes, that sounds promising. The victim then received a map on their phone showing that at 7.19 p.m. the device was activated near the movie tavern. The device was activated while the victim was at the movie tavern and then traveled along the map until they returned to their home at 8.38 p.m. Police say the victim then looked out their front window and noticed an unfamiliar vehicle down the street. Down the, uh, the street. They approached the vehicle and police say that the driver slowly drove away. As the driver moved the vehicle, uh, police say the victim received another notification that the phone that the device was driving eastbound and then and uh, was eventually disconnected when the vehicle was out of sight. Police described the vehicle as an older model, light gray or silver hatchback, possibly a Subaru. Investigators say the device used on the victim's vehicle was an Apple AirTag, which is about the size of a quarter. Uh, Apple AirTags are relatively inexpensive and are becoming very popular. a very popular item created for the consumer to keep track of their belongings, such as keys or wallets, Lower Providence Police said in a press release. Unfortunately, criminals are starting to use the technology for several reasons, such as stalking purposes or to track vehicles that they want to steal. Police added that while air tags are designed to discourage unwanted tracking, it can still occur. We urge everyone to be vigilant of their surroundings and if you get a notification like this one uh, to call 911 immediately. What? Oh, sorry, sorry. Stories like this keep popping up. I don't see this product sticking around. Yeah, right? right? No, no. Uh, also, the question would be, what if you're not, uh, what if you don't have an Apple phone? What if you don't, what if you're not yeah. an Apple user? What right. if you won't get an alert? Are you going to, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. get an alert. That's scary. Um, So anyone with additional information about this incident, police are asking that you contact them. It may be a new year, but the city of Philadelphia is still battling a chronic worker shortage affecting every business from restaurants to transportation to sanitation. One owner says what restaurants are experiencing the past two weeks has been some of the worst they've seen since COVID started. The owner cites lack of workers reporting to their offices downtown and employees calling out sick from COVID. To help address the issue, the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association handed out free take-home COVID test to hospitality workers. Uh, the director of operations and strategy said many restaurants closed down over the holidays because they didn't have enough staff to open. Kathy, there's a breakfast place uh, that I pass by all the time, um, you know, on the weekends and sometimes during the week. Uh, the, breakfast. It's touted as a breakfast place. 
it routinely opens at like noon because they can't get anybody. They can't get people. Yeah, yeah, I know. To get them back to work and work uh, and back to work healthy, uh, he says we want to make sure that they're tested and testing negative. Worker shortages shortages due to COVID are impacting SEPTA, a company also struggling to find enough employees. Before the holidays, SEPTA averaged 370 absences uh, out of its 2,600 bus operators. That number jumped to 490 by early January last week. An average of 600 bus operators were absent each day, and the Philadelphia. Streets Department announced it's experiencing trash and recycling collection delays due to COVID infections. I took the bus over the weekend. I had to drive it. And that was pretty wild. They just let the keys and they're running. The school district of Philadelphia is also temporarily shifting additional schools to virtual learning uh, due to the surge. A negative COVID-19 test is no longer a free pass to eat indoors in Philadelphia. Starting today, the city is requiring customers age 12 and over to show proof that they've received two doses of the vaccine. The grace period, which began Monday, January 3rd, allowed restaurants to choose to accept proof of a negative COVID-19 test within 24 hours of entry for people who were not fully vaccinated. But that two-week exception ended, and almost everyone eating indoors in Philadelphia needs to be vaccinated. As of Friday, just over 78% of adults were fully vaccinated in Philadelphia. That means 22% of adults can't step foot in a restaurant to sit down and dine. City officials say boosters are not required to be fully uh, considered fully vaccinated. So the mandate applies to uh, people that serve food. So that includes indoor restaurant spaces, cafes in larger spaces like museums, places like that, uh, bars, obviously, sports venues, movie theaters bowling alleys, other entertainment venues that serve food and drink on site, uh, conventions if food is served, catering halls, casinos where food and drink is allowed on the floor, and then food court seating areas they said should be roped off and have someone checking vaccine status to enter the seating area. Unmasked and unvaccinated customers are still permitted at outdoor dining sites. The city says diners must wear a mask when going indoors to use the bathroom. Restaurants are still fine-tuning the process of efficiency uh, and checking the vaccination status of customers while juggling the task of trying to stay open during the staff shortage. Workers and children ages five years and three months through 11 will have until February 3rd to complete their series of shots. The city says the mandate does not apply in the Philadelphia International Airport except in traditional seated restaurants or seated bar style locations. People with proof of valid religious or medical exemptions and children under five years and three months are exempt from the mandate. In sports this morning... The Flyers extended their losing streak to eight games after falling 4-1 to one to the Islanders last night in New York. Brock Nelson and Casey Sezikas scored less than three minutes apart in the second period. Anthony Bovillier and Matt Martin also scored. Ilya Sorokin stopped 26 shots to help the Islanders get their fifth win the- in seven games. These two teams are back at it again tonight with a rematch in South Philly. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers lost to the Wizards 117-98 to yesterday afternoon in Washington, D.C. What the f*** is this? Kyle Kuzma had 15 points and 16 rebounds, and Bradley Beal added 13 points in his return from a three-game absence. Joel Embiid scored 32 points for the Sixers, who lost for only the second time in their last 11 games. They're back home tomorrow night and host the Orlando Magic. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And the Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals, winning 34-11 to last night in Los Angeles. Matthew Strafford passed for 202 yards and two touchdowns in red for another score in his final playoff win, and the Rams moved past the wild-card round 
with an easy win over Arizona. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy, and welcome back. It's yeah. lovely to have the more femininity in our, uh, in our presence. Thank you. As the triumphant return of uh, <laughs> Kathy Romano, as we're experiencing yeah. it live on the Preston Steve Show as we speak. So. I haven't been here since before Christmas. That's wow. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we took our uh, little vacay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, Steve was like, how was it coming in? And I was thinking that last night, too. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I wonder what's good. But I said, it's like riding a bike. I got my car, and it was like, you yeah. know. It's like oh, getting yeah. your ass licked. I don't, I don't like, it's like getting your ass licked. I don't yeah. like doing this. It's like getting your ass licked. <laughs> you know. You had to have listened to yesterday's <laughs> oh, show to understand <laughs> what that reference is. I got so many people, like, tagging me in posts and stuff like that. Hashtag just, ass licker. Yeah, well, no. It, a couple people were saying, like, uh, don't let Monday lick your ass. Oh. Like yeah. Love it. She meant to type kick my ass and it came out and licked my ass. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, nonetheless, it's uh, business as usual here on the President Steve Show. We have a guest this morning. We're going to talk to Rick Williams. Uh, it was uh, a little over a week ago that Rick got the uh, the nod to take over the 11 p.m. anchor position on uh, 6 ABC News. So uh, Jim Gardner slowly uh, beginning his retirement. And uh, we'll talk to Rick, just congratulate him and, and uh, just see how he's fitting in with that 11 p.m. I think he's, a, 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 obviously, he's a, a perfect choice. And then he has that friendship with Cecily as well. Yeah, yeah, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, they did mornings together. They did. Uh, back yeah. in the day. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Rick a little bit later on. Um, so he's on the program, and, uh, you know, we got stuff to stuff. give away and yeah. things to talk about, and it's Tattoos Day, so yes. if we have a chance to win that, if you text the word tattoo to 39333, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, they are a wonderful shop, amazing artist. And if you're not careful, you might learn something. <laughs> if we didn't learn from the cause that, I don't know what we learned, but anyhow, uh, just text the word, uh, tattoo to 39333, and we'll see if you win a little bit later on. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get the entertainment report and the stupid question. You know how that thing works. And uh, we'll be right back with it all. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's ask the stupid question. Give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. The question I have for you is this. Which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We'll go through birthdays while we're waiting for your call today, Tuesday, January 18th. Uh, we will start with actress Jane Horrocks, who was on the show Absolutely Fabulous, Ab Fab. Yeah, love love that show. I saw an episode here and there. I didn't get caught up in it. It was uh, it definitely had a cult yeah. following. Yeah, I and... watched it at all. Oh, really? And the movie was it on PBS or where? Where did you find that? Uh, Comedy was... Central, I think it was on. Okay, yeah, really. So I thought I, I'm. I thought it was older than that for some reason. Where okay, it's it's older, yeah, yeah. but it's it's remained very popular, and yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so she Funny turned show. 58 years old today. Uh, the great Kevin Costner celebrates his birthday today. Yellowstone is a massive hit for him. Um, yeah. It is, right? Okay, so I, at some point, was uh, during, while I was home, was having dreams that I was on the Yellowstone Ranch. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> Have you been watching the show? Well, so when I was home, that's what I needed something. I basically finished everything I was watching, and everybody was raving about it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let me dive into this. Um, yeah, I love it. All right, so I watched the first episode and there was there was a bit much going on for me and I I didn't I didn't so follow through ha- it. It reminded me of like Dallas, you know. Yeah, right, right. I mean every so lot halfway through the first season, I was like, you know what? If they kill one more person, there's not gonna be anybody left on this show. And uh-huh. I kind of like I, and I went to something else, and then uh, I, I talked to my cousin. She's like, no. She's like, go back. Stick it with it. It just gets better. Okay. So I went back, and now I'm, like, fully in it. Like I okay. said, I'm dreaming that I live with them. It's getting, so for a show that hasn't had a massive push, it is yeah. getting huge ratings. It's got a freaking spin-off. Huge, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, Kath, I think, because I, I watched it as well, um, and a while back I watched it, and I was like, man, too much happens in every single episode. There is a lot. And I was thinking, like, maybe they just didn't think there was going to be, like, all right, let's just get this all in on one season. Right. And then that was that. And then they found some success. So they're like, okay, maybe this, this series is going to live on. You know, and that's why so much had happened. Well, it, it's 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 a, a complex plot. They do have the prequel. And now they're moving ahead, Preston, with Jellystone. Yeah. Which is going to be the Crazy. Yogi Bear series. Okay. It's that successful. Yeah, it's that successful. Things that even sound like Yellowstone. Are becoming successful, <laughs> and I did start watching the prequel, which actually started out really strong. I had zero interest in it, and then I was watching Mayor of Kingstown. I think that's what I was watching, and then it bled into this. Just started up, they, and I was like, mm, "Okay, wait, Sam, so what's that?" It's called 1883. Okay, and Sam Elliott's in it, and mm. um, I was like, "Okay, I'm on." RuPaul, <laughs> RuPaul, so this started, which is weird. Is <laughs> yeah. this started the success of this family? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, the great Kevin Costner, his career just continues. Man, he found another. Wonderful, successful thing to get involved in. Yeah, like I watch him and I'm like, he's older, like he's still good looking. Oh God, yeah, you can't break that down. 67 today. Uh, Mark Messier, former, uh, of course, uh, uh, New York Ranger. He's doing uh, one of the best. He's doing uh, ESPN now. He's in the booth for um, in between periods and stuff. He's pretty good, actually. I would say he's really good. And you know why? I like him. He's uh, really enthusiastic. He's really happy. Seems like he's in a good place in his life. He loves talking about hockey. It's him and uh, uh, some host that I don't know, and Chris Chelios, uh, who used to be on the uh, Canadians and the, 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 the Blackhawks. Blackhawks as well. Yeah. And Chelios just looks miserable. <laughs> and, and, he's and always I know, man. I know. And Mes- I don't want to talk about hockey. Right? Yeah. We're paying you to talk about yeah. hockey. Mm-hmm. But, but Messier looks like he's having a good time. Uh, he is 61 years old. He's the Roy Kent of hockey. Yeah. Uh, Jesse L. Martin uh, from Law and Order. And super talented. Rent. He is super talented. And yeah. Flash. Oh, uh, was he in Flash? Yeah, he's in yeah. the series. Here. Yeah, okay. He's uh, uh, Flash's adopted uh, daddy. So he was the in the movie. No, right? not the daddy. He's the. Uh, he is sort of. He, he's looking after him. Uh, but no, he's been in the series. Yeah. Yeah. After his mother was killed and yeah. his father was, you know, sent right. to prison, he's, he lived with, lived uh, with him. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that's right. I remember he, yeah. was, he was a cop on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If I recall. Yeah. I watched the first season, I think. The dude is super talented. Yes, he he's uh, 53 today. Uh, oh, Casey, you see the next birthday? I do, and it's crazy. Do you want me to hold off on that? I know. Just to, because there's a piece of audio that we need for this. Uh, it's Jonathan Davis of Corn's birthday oh, today. Oh, my yep. God. 
Uh, we played that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Played it a couple times for me, and it, it, it never gets old. Uh, he celebrates his 51st birthday. We had him here in the studio. <laughs> Do we have that as a ringtone? We should. I don't know. If we can get that, that'd be awesome. Uh, and you know what? He was a nice guy. He yeah. was uh, He was a little quiet, yeah. uh, and uh, and he even admitted he's like he didn't like doing interviews, Yeah. Uh, but we had a good time with him. We uh, won him so, over. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, so, and uh, they played the M- he played the MMRBQ with uh, Ray Luzier of Corn as well, and, and they were great, man. So he's 51 years old today. I think I have some corn information coming up in music news a little later on, maybe. I don't know. That might have been yesterday's music. I think it was yesterday, and that's it why was, yeah, it was damn good. That's Check out the podcast. That's why we played the clip. All right. Uh, it's also Jason Siegel's birthday today. Oh. He's got connections. <laughs> Uh, to Philadelphia, that uh, special, that uh, show that he filmed here a little while back. I tried to get he into was, it. He was all over town. Yeah, the, the, the series made the city look awesome, but I found it too kind of weird. Okay. Weird? I, yeah. I you know, he's in, he's in Can't Hardly Wait. I, that was on over the weekend. I watched it. Yeah. He's one of the party goers. No kidding. Yeah. He wow. looks like he's 11. Uh, he is. Uh, is that from uh, the? It's Preston. Preston. Yes. Man. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Preston. He's yeah. one of the guys. Uh, he is uh, forty-two today. Uh, David Bautista, Dude. who uh, segued into the movies, man, from wrestling into Guardians of the Galaxy, and just exploded as Drax, obviously, and then the Army of the Dead. Yeah. Great in that, and and he's popped up in a bunch of stuff, and his. His star is continuing to rise. He's working with Zack Snyder again. I forget exactly on what, but they are working together again. Uh, He turns 53 years old today. Uh, Actor Mark Rylance, who we just saw in Don't Look Up. He is the uh, the billionaire uh, cell phone tech guy. Right, right. He plays these trippy characters so well. He he plays James Halliday in uh, Ready Player One. Uh, Bridge of Spies. He's yeah. a spy in that movie. It's just a quirky way about him. He does. He's a great in Chicago 7. He's in Dunkirk. He's a really wonderful actor. Uh, he turns 62 years old today. And he really, it, you didn't know much about him until the last, what, decade or so. Yeah. Bridge so, of Spies. I yeah. was like, I, who is this guy? And he, and he looked like he was like 75 years old in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's great. On uh, the last birthday I saw is Allison Arngrim. Oh, yeah. Played Nellie on Little, Little House, House on, on the Prairie. Prairie. Yeah. Uh, One of the most bitchiest, nasty television characters ever. I hated her. She eventually came around. Oh, yeah. she's And she did stand-up and the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, when this show, it was first a uh, made-for-TV movie, and I really enjoyed it. I watched it a little bit in its early years. And uh, then it just went off the rails. When they blew up the uh, the town. The town, yeah. That, that, to me, that was the final episode. I'm like, okay. But Nellie was just the snotty little rich You hated bitch. her guts. Yep. Uh, she turns uh, 60 years old today. All right. We'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? And we will go to Andrew. See if we can get an answer. Yo, Andrew, good morning. Good morning. Lick that ass. Yeah. <laughs> lick that ass. <laughs> yes. And so again. I love it. Even if you got this wrong, I would still give you a prize, man. Andrew, which city has a building nicknamed the Walkie Talkie Building? Uh, London. London, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second, Andrew. Going to set you up with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. <laughs> Kick off the new year. Yep. 
<laughs> with seasonal specials at Bonefish Grill, like their Baja scallops and shrimp scampi pasta, Rockefeller butterfish, and uh, chocolate lava cake. <gasps> you can pair them with the winter white Cosmo and signature smoked old-fashioned. You can visit bonefishgrill.com. All right, uh, we'll start with this. To celebrate uh, what would have been uh, Betty White's 100th birthday, her assistant, Kirsten, posted a photo on White's uh, Facebook page on Monday. And she wrote on the special day, I wanted to share this photo, Betty. It was taken uh, December 20th, 2021. And I believe it was one of the last photos of her. She it's a wonderful picture ever. Radiant and beautiful and as happy as ever. Uh, many people took to Twitter to wish uh, White a happy birthday, including Morgan Freeman. Along with a photo of White dancing on stage, Freeman wrote, Life is precious and so are the friends that we meet along the way. Happy heavenly birthday tomorrow. Betty White, you will always be treasured. Uh, of course, she was 99, just shy of her 100th birthday. So it was really sweet, those tributes that came out. Uh, West Side Story actress uh, Rachel Zegler is in hot water for a video she posted to Twitter recently in which she performs a dramatic reading of Britney Spears' tweets to her estranged sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, the video has since been wiped from her social media, but it can still be found in tweets criticizing the act. One year's wrote, I'm sorry, but if you're still making fun of Britney Spears in 2022, you're a piece of S. Grow up. <laughs> wow. the, the Britney army is pretty strong. If you watch the documentary prior to the reversal of the conservatorship, Preston, there are legions of people who really don't seem to do much more than support Britney Spears. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I guess they've, uh, they've picked their hero. Yes. Um, so, Rachel, somebody else uh, commented, Rachel Zegler, people aren't all of a sudden not liking her just because it's trendy. Uh, she took someone's trauma and did a weird-ass monologue for her own pleasure. Leave <laughs> I mean, it goes way back. That yeah. dude was... That dude. That goes way back. Uh, in response to the criticism... All you people want is more, 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 more! Uh, Zegler issued an apology to Spears on Twitter on Monday. Uh, she said, anyone who knows me... Knows how much I love Britney, and I'm rooting for her always. Hell, I knew that. Well, I well, I meant no disrespect whatsoever. I should have thought about how this could be perceived, and I'm so sorry for upsetting or disappointing anyone. She wrote. So, leave Britney alone. If we've learned anything, it's we should leave Britney alone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, there was something that, and is it true? <laughs> the thing that I read from her to her sister. Well, I, I don't thing? know what is it. Uh, well, I'm getting there. Uh, she had clapped back at her because her sister had said uh, had accused her of, like coming at her with a knife or something like that. That I didn't read. Okay. She, she's upset about her uh, this book. Uh, and Jamie Lynn says she is not going to go on tour for the book. She didn't write it for that reason. She wants to mend uh, you okay. know bridges and or build bridges or mend a fence or kill a turkey. I don't okay. know. Well, but, what I... but whatever she's looking to do, she wants to make it better with Britney. She what wants I... to lick an ass. She wants to lick an ass. Well, Can't we yeah. lick asses? Yeah. What I read was a was a clapback uh, and, and it was a uh, and it was in text. So I'm and it was from Britney, but I don't know if it's you know, over over a knife attack. Yeah, I know I that they both fought in the Kumite. I you <laughs> know, kidding. They have, do women fight against women, or yeah. is it just oh, yeah. everybody against each other? Uh, it's a free-for-all. It was a sister match. Stand, but, okay. Yeah, right. it's a sister match. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick is researching to see if there's any Britney knifing story. Yeah. So you're saying Britney said something about Jamie Lynn coming at her with a knife? Jamie Lynn apparently I laugh had, at your kung fu. had accused her of, of doing something with a knife, and Britney had... You had dishonored me, and I've lost face. I think Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> 
Okay. I'd be curious though if there was a knife if there was knife play in this. I think I, I would have heard of it. Yeah, you yeah. would have heard of it. No? Yeah, I don't know. But Casey runs in different circles. I man. do. I He's do deep. Want... He's in deep. I am in All right. deep. Is this I'm what you're talking about here? It's yep, up on this the... is it. This is it. The uh, second paragraph down. This is what exactly what I read. All right. So on Friday. This is according to, I don't know what source this is. Uh, Snide. <laughs> to, to, Twitter, to Twitter to call, this is in the Daily News. Okay. Uh, to call out little, sis, little sister Jamie Lynn, accusing her of being, quote, a scum person. You're uh, a scum person. Jamie Lynn, congratulations, babe. You stooped to a whole new level of low. Uh, I've never been around you ever with a knife, or would I ever even think to do such? The only knife I ever saw, with, saw you with at home was cutting the biggest pieces of squash I ever saw in my life. So please stop with these crazy lies for the Hollywood books. She the deal. I don't know the thing about the knife. She went to the either. squash, Preston. Yeah. She went to the squash story. Yeah. So, did anyhow. not bring up the squash. We'll see uh, if there's more that can be shed on that down the road. But nonetheless, I have another story that right. I'm going to move on to. In an interview with Wall Street Journal uh, magazine published on Monday, supermodel Bella Hadid spoke candidly about her mental health issues, describing them as, quote, excruciating and debilitating. Uh, In November of last year, she posted a collection of selfies which showed her crying. She said, I would have really depressive episodes. My mom or my doctor would ask how I was, and instead of having to respond in text, I would just send them a photo. And it was the easiest thing for me to do at the time because I was never able to explain how I was feeling. She added that uh, sharing these photos on social media was liberating, uh, even though on Instagram she said things look so beautiful, at the end of the day, we are all cut from the same cloth. I felt like it was just good for me to be able to speak my truth, and at some point I wasn't able to post nice, pretty pictures anymore. It, I was over it. I think we talked about this, and, and the um, the amount of people that post pictures of themselves crying or videos of themselves oh, crying, God. we started talking about it after that mother was trying to cajole her kid in the front seat of a car into crying mm-hmm. so they'd have a good Instagram post. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. Yep. Uh, she said, since others reached out to say that uh, they felt the same way, Hadid said that posting these photos also made her feel less lonely. She said, I don't know if that's not what people want on Instagram, and that's fine. I don't have to be on Instagram forever. I feel like uh, real is the new real. Real is the new real. Oh, That's beautiful, man. Yeah. What's important to me, she says. You know? So. Sh- she needs to really, you know what she needs? Get a really good knife and start squash cutting. Right. Yeah. That really takes the but edge But listen, off. hey, post whatever you want to on Instagram, and if, if people don't want to see it, then they don't have to don't follow, follow it. it. Yeah. 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 So it's it's up to you. Whatever. Me, whatever. I like to see pictures of feet by the beach and food. Oh. But if, if you're going back <laughs> and seeing if people, uh, you know, will start following or stop following you, then you might be doing things for the wrong reason. Or cry you know better. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, be a better cryer. Stop crying so ugly. Advice. Uh, You know, listen, Steve, I I am really in love with my algorithm on on Instagram because all it is is like puppies doing like really cute puppy things and And you're doing you're actually doing a fair amount of posting these days. Yeah, you know. Are you a you a content creator? I'm a that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to become a uh, a creator. All right. Yeah, yeah. You want to Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a noticer. Okay. You did one well, yesterday. That not, was very... It's not what you said. It's how you said Wait, it. your algorithm. So, uh, it, you, but, but the you... The things that you like and the things that you, you tend to gravitate towards... That... Well, I know, but, but uh, generally the feed is stuff everyone you follow, right? Yeah, well, but the, then the algorithm have... will, will also be based on what you like. Um, yeah. And so... Um, 
That's no, what I was trying to tell even, you about, even, about, t- about my TikTok account, like, because you hate TikTok. And I was saying, like, the, whatever the algorithm is or whatever I'm watching I know is that. producing just these, like, hilarious videos. So for me, I just go to it to, like, laugh at videos. Right. If you want to, so for, so mine is a lot of a lot of pet stuff, a lot of co- yeah. comedy yeah. stuff, a lot of, a lot of clips from movies and things of that nature. So it ends up being that. That's how it goes. So if you want to sort of tailor your algorithm... Like a few things, and it'll start to hone in on it. I think Instagram too is like really quick with that. Like I'll search one. Oh, they are. I'll see like Kathy? one cute dog, and Dude. then I get that specific breed. Like nine hundred different I, photos. I get so many now ads for survival kits for your car. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do either of you guys, uh, Steve or Kathy, use the search function very often on uh, occasional? Yeah, okay. sometimes. Yeah, I, I have. And uh, once you start using that, you get a lot of uh, things in your algorithm. So, uh, for for whatever reason, lately. It's videos from Friends and The Office over and over. And listen, I'm a sucker for It's them. not bad. Lot, no, no, yeah, they're, yeah. they're totally fine. But like now, anytime I go to the search function, I'm watching Ross tell jokes from 1999. I will tell you what has happened, though, recently to me. And I forget what it was uh, What it was exactly about. But I, I was mentioning something to my wife at home. Oh, this is just scary. mentioning oh, it. Yeah. And it's how and it, it popped. How does it happen? Because of my Alexis. They were listening. They were listening. Yep. Yes. Do you, do you believe that that's absolutely true? I believe oh, yeah. that's true. Try doing a test. We have. Yeah. Okay. And what have you done? We, My wife and I, uh, we talked about how we needed to get bird food. Okay. All right. So something, that, something that's weird. way yeah. out there that wouldn't mm-hmm. be normal. And bird food. And bird food ended up in my feet. No kidding. No kidding. For real. Yep. Okay. I thought about, I hear people mention this, but have you, have you tried testing it with something that is so out of the ordinary of anything that right, you would right. absolutely be interested in? I'm doing in. tampons later on. I'll, and I'll do that. I'll legitimately do that. Yeah. What I'll mention tampons and, I, and see if see if it applies in the grocery section of Amazon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Try try that out today and see if uh, and bird tampons. Yeah, bird just, tampons. Yeah, <laughs> just happened not too long ago. I can't remember exactly what I was talking about, but like I legit was talking about uh, the either the want or the need to buy something. Speed. And it was not. <laughs> I feel the need to, to buy, buy speed. speed. <laughs> uh, no, but it ended up in my my Instagram. Feed. Oh, dude. Okay, so here's is what it is. Uh, so now I'm getting all these ads for, you know, you can put a picture of your dog on a hoodie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, they're showing up all the time So they're, 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 all the I, time. I, It's clear that there's something going on. Yep. So whether it's, you know, we do know that they're constantly recording. Mm-hmm. And But however you can request, I believe you do it actually, the, the device itself, you request that it eliminates or erases audio recorded, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, it's. <laughs> it that sounds it. like too How are you going to get bird food otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Or, or an amazing garage light, right, yeah. Chris? There you go. Bird uh, tampons. I'll go with you on that. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of influencers and all that stuff, uh, Mike Tyson and Jake Paul uh, have engaged in advanced talks regarding an exhibition and, uh, fight in Vegas. Don't do it unless you're actually going to fight. Because, like, don't take my money. They're going to make the money. They're going to make the well, millions I, and millions of dollars. And that's the big criticism and, and now Jake's is that gonna... you just go in and and do and and put on a show i don't think mike tyson would um you know would take a fall i don't i, I mean i think mike tyson would go in and decimate him Dude, you know? what, what, i mean mayweather you talk about somebody who's got like all the pride in the world who's never lost a fight ever and what what did that end as a, as a draw or something like that i think so i'm not sure so Tyson uh, fought to a draw with fellow boxing legend Roy Jones Jr. in his last fight in November 2020. Paul completed on uh, competed on the same card, knocked out former NBA star uh, Nate Robinson in the second round. He has since uh, reeled off victories over Ben Askren and uh, Tyron Woodley. 
A source said Tyson and Paul have uh, brokered a verbal agreement on the general details, but the finer specifics still need to be hammered out. Uh, the involved parties uh, believe that the event could generate up to like 50 million bucks. Uh, Tyson addressed a potential encounter with Paul and uh, said that knocking out the YouTuber would be so effing easy. <laughs> However, he, uh, he'd he feel conflicted because of his family's affinity for Paul after becoming close with him. He said, it would be a, it would be against my own effing family. He said, they love this little white mother effing. <laughs> Said, you know what I mean? He has effing balls. Uh, perhaps a massive payday will help put Tyson's mind at ease. I wonder how much money Tyson, Tyson has a very successful uh, cannabis company. Mm. And I wonder how much uh, loot he's making off of that. That's a good question. Never enough, though. He yeah. could give, go get some more. More, uh, more, more. Steve, you'll like this. Uh, the Beverly Hills home of the late Kirk Douglas has sold... Uh, for nine point zero one five million, yeah. significantly higher than its asking price of seven point four nine five million. Uh, Kirk Douglas's home, yeah. According to a listing agency, Rochelle uh, Maisie. It's, and a wonderful thing is, it's near good school. Listen to this. So the buyer is Stephen Liu, an orthopedic surgeon who is a founder and chairman of the therapeutic wearables company Form. Uh, the roughly forty six hundred square foot. <laughs> It's a tiny home. Yeah, yeah. For, for $9 million. I know. When you're talking about usually like 10,000 square know, feet, 15,000 square feet. But, you know, it is, um, I think it's. it has so much Hollywood lore. I think he has his own mini walk of fame, doesn't he? He does, yeah. It's a four-bedroom home off Sunset uh, Boulevard. It was listed roughly a month ago and received 31 offers. Mr. Douglas uh, had purchased the wife for $400,000 in 1976. <laughs> He's lived there. He had lived there since 1976. Freaking Kirk Douglas. As big of a star as he is. Freaking Kirk Douglas. Uh, and lived there with his wife, Ann Douglas, until uh, his death in February 2020. She passed away in April of last year. Uh, the home comes with the actor's personal walk of fame, a collection of 22 stones inscribed with signatures of celebrities like uh, Lucille Ball, Ronald Reagan, Frank Sinatra, and Elizabeth Taylor, plus his uh, children, which, of course, includes Michael Douglas. Uh, we were looking at the driveway, and I don't know if this is the case, but it, it looks as if he might have had... Oh, uh, no, it's probably not. One of those rotating... No, no. I think that's just yeah. stoneworks. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, what it does include is it's by its a, it's a .35 acre lot. Uh, it has, which is less than half an acre. It's tiny. Yeah. Uh, has a two-story guest house and a pool. Uh, the circa 1921 house has a distinctive starburst pattern dining room ceiling with hand-painted frescoes. Uh, the house also has a large skylight, a fireplace, an interior courtyard, and updated gourmet kitchen with a butler's pantry and breakfast. Does bar. it have a cool firehouse pole? Doesn't you can say slide down. About that does not say anything about that uh, at all. Again, the place is uh, and, and nice, very nice, and, and, and impressive. But I mean, that's crazy money for um, you know a place yeah. this small. Yep, exactly. Buffy the Vampire Slayer creator Joss Whedon is denying allegations that he threatened Gal Gadot's career on the Justice League set. Uh, he said, "I don't threaten people. Who does that?" Uh, this was in an interview that was published by New York Magazine on Monday. Uh, the In April 2021, the Hollywood Reporter shared a story in which Whedon allegedly threatened to harm Godot's career and disparaged Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. Uh, when Godot brought up the creative concerns, Whedon reportedly told her to, quote, shut up and say the line. Shut up! And said that he would, quote, make her look incredibly... Oh, shut up, woman! ...incredibly stupid in this movie. Uh. Uh, Whedon blamed the dispute on a language barrier, even though Godot speaks fluent English. <laughs> 
He said English is not her first language, and I tend to be annoyingly flowery in flowery in my speech. Well, you know, uh, listen, this is not his only battle. There are a lot of people who have come forward who have Joss Whedon issues. Now, I happen to be a fan of a lot of his stuff, but I mean, there is a ton of people out there who seem to. Uh, not like the experience of working with him. Mm-hmm. So take it for what it's worth. Yep. Uh, according to People Magazine, Bradley Cooper said that he was naked on set for six hours while shooting his full frontal scene for Nightmare Alley. God almighty. He said, That's a long time to be naked. He said, I remember reading in the script and thinking he's a pickled punk in the bathtub and it's the story. You have to do it. Uh, Cooper said that he added that filming the scene was, quote, pretty heavy for him. Uh, but he also said the content of what the movie is, what we were exploring in order to do it in a real way, uh, it demanded that we'd be naked emotionally and soulfully. Is he playing the movie producer John Peters in that movie? Is this uh, I he's saw playing, a commercial? He's playing a guy named Stanton Carlisle. All right. This is the Guillermo del Toro movie, right, that we're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Is it? Yep. Oh, yes. Okay. I was yep. thinking of the other one. The Liquor's Pizza? That's it, yeah. Yeah, he's in two movies that are out right now. That's right. Uh, Our dear, dear friend. <laughs> Harry Potter actor Rupert Grint wrote a piece for UK's uh, The Times on Saturday in which he says uh, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling is like an auntie to him. And he continued writing, I don't necessarily agree with everything my auntie says, but she's still my auntie. It's a tricky one. Uh, after Rowling had posted several transphobic tweets in 2020, uh, Grint told Us Weekly, I firmly stand with the trans community. Uh, trans women are women, trans men are men, and we should all be entitled to live with love and without judgment. So that's how he described uh, their relationship together. Do we know when Servant is uh, the next season couple is weeks. coming out? Is it a couple weeks? Yep. Marissa's pointing down. Does that mean this week? Hang I think on a second. This Friday, the 21st. Ooh. Oh, very nice. Yay. Very nice. And he's fantastic on he's that great. show, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Flip or Flop star Christina Hack has a message for fans who think that she's moving too fast with her fiancé, Josh Hall. On Sunday, Hack posted a photo of herself with Hall to Instagram and wrote, Too fast, too soon, to blah, blah, blah. That feeling of pure bliss. Those deep convos. Love is what it is. It is, man. Uh, H-A-A-K? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, H-A-A-C-K. C-K, okay. Uh, she added uh, heart, lock, and key emojis. On uh, Monday, however, Hack no changed poop? the caption to feature just emojis. Is this the pictures of her on the beach with the guy? Don't know. Okay. Uh, let's yep. see. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it's just emojis now, so she changed it. He's got some um, some a comprehensive tattooage going on there. He's got a giant buffalo over his left breast. Yeah. Uh, Hack announced that she and Hall were engaged uh, back in December 2021, and apparently some fans think that the pair uh, could already be married. Uh, Hack posted another photo last week with a caption that read, one building life together and enjoying some alone time. Love you, Josh. She later deleted that, uh, later deleted the date from her caption. Okay. okay. (laughs) Great. She deleted the date. And a nice thing. I don't you. like that date. Thank you for the update. <laughs> also, somebody took the time to report that. Of course yeah. he did. Me being one of well, them. Yeah, about that? Why did you call me here to this subterranean garage? <laughs> you're only I have information you might be interested in. Uh, what would you say to a woman who randomly eliminates a date? <laughs> That's what you call me here for? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Hall shared her own heartfelt... For one 
million dollars, <laughs> I will tell you what date she eliminated. Meanwhile, Hall shared his own heartfelt post of the couple at uh, Montage Los Cabos on Monday, writing, true love is rare, so go for it. Go for it. Uh, Welcome <laughs> to Montage Los Cabos. Uh, fear control- I understand you're the woman that eliminated the date. Uh, wait, listen to this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. L- love is, true love is rare, so go for it. What is it? Fear controls you, so face it. Wow. Oh, man. Time is precious, so indulge it. My ass is here, so lick it. <laughs> <laughs> Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Never settle for less than you deserve. We only get one life. So what does that mean? What? 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 Life begins at the end of your comfort zone? Like, those are just words that you think sound cool together. Um, How about life begins after you come out of your mom's cooter? Yes. (laughs) But you're still alive in there, too. Yes. Good point, man. We could bring this all Just the way trying back. to help you out. No, you're right. You're right. Life begins at uh, conception. <laughs> there's a there's a, yeah. there's a line, yeah. Steve from from Braveheart. Longshanks, the king. Yeah. He goes. This somebody says something to him, and he goes, "Who is this person who is speaking that feels as if I need their advice?" And <laughs> yes. that is how yes. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are stuff. surrounded in, by in a world of people who feel very compelled. Uh, to to do stuff like this, to to go on in these things is like it's almost like you just put, you type in write something profound or right. tell the monkeys in the room with the typewriters. I, now, I take a different approach, which is like, hey, you know, I'm having a great day. I hope you yeah. have a great day. That's you it. Know what I mean, and that yeah. type of thing. But you're gonna understand if I'm not that t- wrapped up in what you're doing because I have things too. I saw some stat the other day that, and, and I'm gonna get it wrong, but it was like there were literally 14 trillion photos taken last year, or something astounding. <laughs> like that. And and I don't know how many Instagram posts there were, but many of them are just innocuous and boring and people move on with their lives. That raises a, sometimes people just want to go deep with their post and that's that, what this guy's trying to do. That actually raises an interesting point. It used to be, okay, you talk about taking pictures and never looking at them. Right. How many pictures how many pictures are taken and, and not looked at yeah. no. ever again? Ever again. Now. Sure. I, yeah. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. take, because oh, yeah. you have an unlimited space. Yeah. Uh-huh. And all right, let me take you know fifteen photos of uh, mm-hmm. of me smiling on the beach, and I, oh, I like that one, you know, and that's it. Yeah. So, Greg Giraldo, you used to do a bit about uh, you know taking pictures of like you know in Civil War time, you know, the family come over, they travel from Tennessee to see the to see the photograph, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> that old Norm Macdonald bit on, right. uh, on Letterman, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The one guy, his, his one grandfather, great grandfather, thirty minutes one photo ever taken, <laughs> coming in from cleaning out the hogs, oh, and wow. now hey, the kid. Kids will say, you want to see 10,000 yeah. pictures of my grandparents? Yeah. yeah. I think Casey's looking at pictures right now. I'm just looking at his captions, and I don't know. Like, it's, I kind of feel bad for the guy, because I get it. Like, you feel like, especially when you're posting a picture of you and and your love, you feel like you need to say, because you she's going to read it. Well, thing. she, so he's, like, writing this, not necessarily for me or you or anybody else, but, like, she's reading it, so it's like... Man, she needs to... He could probably Ooh. say it to her, too. He could. Right, he could. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's not that oh day and age we live God. in right now. It's true. The it's pictures, true. You, these pictures of your, you know, and we have mm-hmm. some up now on the screen here. Uh, and it's the right, early it, days of photographs. It took so long for, to expose the film that they would have to sit fairly motionless, and that's mm-hmm. why they weren't smiling. Because mm-hmm. it hurts to yeah. smile for a long time. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, I think we got. Uh, is it this mystery guy. mystery clips today? Oh. It, no, I got them right oh, here. Yeah. Roast beef. Ooh. There you go. 
have gotten one of these. Boot to knowledge. <laughs> uh, Netflix's Cheer shows the highs and lows of the sport, but here are there are deeper issues that uh, some people would like to see addressed. And here, Gabby Butler. One of the top cheerleaders talks about some of the darker aspects of the sport. Here we go. I wouldn't say that everything in cheerleading is, like, perfect because there are still some things that I feel like need to be fixed. A lot of girls specifically, like, they look at their body and they think that they're too big because they're not, like, these little itty-bitty things that are super skinny. And that's something that I've actually always struggled with. I've always struggled with body image issues. (laughs) Nine, five. We all came alive. The pep rally got us pumped. The band made us jump. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Um. I just so saw, I just saw. Sorry that uh, on Facebook that the girl in that uh, yeah audio, audio with clip. me just moved back to Delaware. Oh really? Oh, really? She's there so you go. In the area. All right. From where? Where was she? Where did she I don't. Know, I'm from? not sure where they were. I think they they uh, moved around a lot because of uh, either her job or her husband's job. We had her on the show once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Years we ago, did, like yeah. 15 years ago. So I watched a little bit of the show Cheer. My wife was watching it. I'm like, okay, I've heard about this, and and uh, you know the 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 stuff that these athletes can do is. It's amazing. Just freaking incredible. But the typical uh, reality show drama stuff, I was just like, oh, come on, so man. And, then, and, and they're sitting around talking about, you know, all their fans and stuff. And I'm just like, oh. You want something ten times worse, I'll guarantee you? I watched a few episodes, two episodes. I'll be clear. That influencer house show. Oh, <laughs> Case, they might oh, join. They might ask you to join. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, you're a content creator. I'm you're a not content an creator. Influencer. You're not yeah. an influencer. Uh, or are they? Or is there? It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 Right, you're an influencer. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, but I mean, I got to give them credit. Like they're they're. I, I don't know how people are come up with the stuff out of thin air. Like it's it's tough. It's tough to like yeah be original. <laughs> No, you're right. There are some that I'm impressed with. No, yeah. no question. People that are that are that are putting together um, solid, entertaining right. stuff. Yeah. I, I, you know, and, and I have a list of them. Actually, some of the top yeah. money earners. My my daughter watches this guy Markiplier, and I think he's funny. I think yeah. he puts on good stuff. Yeah. You know, I think uh, when Steve, you you deal with these people and, and the egos, the inflated egos that they have, like that, that's yeah. where I have an issue. With that, and that's oh, yeah. what this you know? whole show is about. And we never appreciated that with like. Actors, celebrities, no. you know what I mean? You don't like, get a pass just no. because you're an influencer. Listen, you take somebody like Reese Witherspoon, who everybody loved, right? And then when she got the DUI and she was caught on camera saying, do you know who I am? We were all like, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't do that. Nope. Don't, don't do, do that. that. All right, here's the next clip. After taking the advice of three mysterious witches, Macbeth makes some questionable decisions in the tragedy of Macbeth. In this clip, Denzel Washington, who stars as Macbeth, talks about getting advice from one of his heroes. I don't remember too much of that. And whenever you got advice, you got to, you know, consider the source. You know, I was just talking about the late, great Sidney Poitier, and I got great advice from him. He had walked a walk. You know, everywhere I was going, he had been. So I listened to his advice. Uh, the tragedy of Macbeth is streaming on Apple TV Plus now. If you'd like to see that, I, I want to see this. It looks very moody. Yeah. 
All right, there you go. Uh, entertainment report for uh, this morning, all wrapped up in a nice little bow. For it's beautiful, you. and the sun is rising. I would like to give something away. I know, I said we weren't going to see the sun this morning, right? No. Uh, and we are seeing a beautiful sunrise today, so. Um, it's going to be sunny until later this afternoon, and then all the clouds are going to come in that's and make it cloudy, okay. yeah. All right, well, listen, we would like to send a ray of sunshine to you in the form of some tickets to see Villanova women's basketball. Ooh. Uh, from, uh, and this is... When is the? It doesn't say when the. Uh, no. When the game is. You pick the date. You get okay. to pick the date. That's essentially. You've it. won a pair of tickets for an upcoming Villanova oh, no. women's basketball oh. game. Caller number eleven at two one five two six three WMMR. It's from Delaware Valley Honda Dealers, proud partners of Villanova basketball. You can visit uh, your local dealer uh, for a great deal today. Go Cats! So caller eleven will set you up two one five two six three WMMR. Our number. We will be back in a moment. Hang in there with us today. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. This traffic report brought to you by... <laughs> Jamaica Tourist Board. The weather right now in Jamaica is warm and sunny. Call your travel agent or go to visitjamaica.com to learn more. Let's go. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. So what's weird about that, Kathy, is yesterday <laughs> we, we got a text from a yes. couple that was honeymooning. Yeah. In Jamaica, and like two commercial stop sets later, I you hear the that? Jamaican Board of Tourism is advertising on the radio station. Uh, see? And I was wearing a Bob Marley shirt yesterday. I'm like, this is excellent. And Marissa pulled up the old video of us on our Jamaica trip. Uh, and I, I watched some of it, and I don't know why you were, you, she had some kind of comment that was like, I don't think we could get away with this anymore. I mean, there wasn't anything titillating or salacious in the video. No, we'd just all be dead if we were that drunk again. That's a good point, <laughs> yes. But, uh, God, it was a good time. I would love to get back. It's beautiful. There. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a sign. Uh, I think it might be. Yeah. Uh, but listen, we have other things to get to, to tend to, and it's been a while since we have uh, roamed the hallowed halls of the Just Saying Institute. Ah. And therefore, it is time for a visit, I think. So we're going to head over there right now. And see what we can find. Uh, of course, stats and studies and so on, that's what we tend to peruse at the Just Saying Institute. And I'm going to start with this one. There was a poll of drivers in the United Kingdom commissioned by Waze, and it reveals some interesting things. And they are the top causes of what they call carguments. Okay. Of, of last year. Arguments in the car. So within the car, not against other drivers. That is correct. All right. So more than 50% say that they have had a fight in the car during the last 12 months. Have you? Um, not a fight. I mean, certainly have disagreements in the car for yeah, sure. I yeah, I haven't. I haven't in a while, in a long time. Are you and Claire in the car together much? Not that much. Yeah. But when we are, we... Uh, we fight. We, <laughs> no. We fight. We beat the... We, don't, we use our fists. I hate fights in the car. I do too. You can't get away. There's nowhere to go. Yeah, you just uh, you like focus. You grip the steering wheel tighter. You use both hands. You're at ten and two, and you have to wait until you're out of the car. I've got we've uh, Rochelle and I have gotten into yelling same uh, moments in the car before. Not with your wife, but with my girlfriend. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so thirty five percent admitted to being a backseat driver. Oh, I hate that. Uh, Forty six admit to criticizing the driver's decision. I hate well. backseat drivers who actually drive from the back seat and mm. use like broom handles to it's depress dangerous. the accelerator. To me, that's that's just reckless. That's reckless. Forty-two percent admit that they've told the driver that uh, they should be in another lane. 
Yeah. Uh, 25% of drivers say that they swore or shouted at another driver over the last year. Uh, 23 admitted to speeding up to make it uh, through a uh, yellow light. And these are other Those are kind of, yeah, everyone does that. Yeah, 14% of drivers would use their horn if someone wasn't moving ahead of them. Uh, compared to 60% who said that they would wait patiently. So these, these are flashpoints for fights, what people will fight about. Yeah. Dude, okay, so last night I was watching a, a news story on uh, 6ABC. It was a terrible story about a young lady that was killed, and they are um, interviewing family members. And there was somebody who was nearby the, the camera, the reporter, who was honking their horn like this. Oh my God! Really? Were they purposefully trying to uh, ruin I the report? I think so. I think so. And it was yeah. with two different people they were interviewing. Too, they went to a completely different interview. And I'm like, <laughs> Rochelle was talking in the other room. I'm like, hang on, quiet for a second. I'm like, is this? Am I hearing this outside, yeah. or is this on? The, yeah. uh, is this on the news? And it was on the news. And I was like, you dick, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just to piss me off. And that's. Stupid use of the horn. Yes. Um, to annoy people during a report. Agreed. Uh, and 20% say that they were left driving with a near empty tank. And I guess this has caused <laughs> arguments. Have you ever bolted from a car? Have you ever gotten out of a car to, to just take a breather from the fight? Uh, yes. But yeah. I, can't, I don't remember anything in particular. But I've definitely... I've definitely gotten out of a car out of uh, out of frustration before. I think that the, the way, if you want to make your point and 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 do it in a way that's constructive, veer over into oncoming traffic, mm, and okay. then quickly they'll see your point, and then you come right back. That'll make your point. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say I've had people leave the car before too. I have just just once get or out twice and leave, yeah. and then you're like, "Wow, okay, what do you want me to do?" Yeah. yeah. Have so fun. you've never been abducted before? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is that that close confinement. That's why you, you try to avoid it at all costs, or you mm-hmm. just okay. Let's go to our our corners, and you know, we'll let's just let this one pass. Yeah, the car the car argument sucks. So uh, not fun, but a lot of people get them. All right, I saw this other study, and we'll we'll do another poll, and then I'll move on to some other things. But uh, this was another one. Uh, a um, poll of 2,000 U.S. adults that was commissioned by Dolby Laboratories uh, reveals uh, interesting things about people's taste in music. Nearly 50% of music fans say that they have recently discovered a song that was released over a decade ago. And 6 in 10 adults think that they were born in the wrong era <laughs> because of their taste in music. Yeah, I, uh, I can believe this. Yeah. There, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, there are a lot of people who are... Uh, I think are listening to stuff you think would would predate them and that yes. they're enjoying. Yeah, look at your kids that got yes. into stuff that was a good you know thirty years prior to their the Beatles and yeah, ACDC yeah. and even more and, and yeah. Queen. Yeah, but this I think because of like uh, Apple Music and Spotify and Pandora, got to like, be it. It has to be it because and it's the same thing is happening with me. I'll play one artist and then it'll it'll you know go to a playlist that I've not created. To other artists that I might like. And I'm like, oh, wow, I really like this song. When did this one come out? And they came out like seven years ago. I was like, oh, okay, well. Just like WMMR. It is. <laughs> but also, Casey, for uh, for our kids' generation, they'll hear a song on TikTok. It'll be a sound on TikTok. Yeah. And then they'll realize, oh, that's an ACDC song or whatever. They'll see right. it in, in uh, you know, uh, Avengers. And then they discover the band that way. Yep. I feel that way about fashion. 
Like, really? Yeah, like when I look at some of the fashion, I'm like, I should have lived in that era. Uh, like oh. Is that why you're wearing a stovetop hat? <laughs> <laughs> like 70s? Uh, no, I, I would have, I'm going to go way back, uh, the 20s or really? the 50s. Like flapper mm. stuff? Yeah. I love 50s yeah. fashion. I love it. Can yeah, you do I the Charleston? That, I can. I, I, I can. Yeah, I think I would have been perfect for that scene. Dent, 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 dent. Um, so, a flapper, yeah. Casey, what, uh, the 1950s yeah, style? Yeah, uh, not necessarily for men, uh, but the women's uh, 1950s, uh, I just... Do you I, feel more comfortable in those bras? I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I I think that the the way the women were put together back then is, is super sexy. Uh, that was like, my, like, that would fit my body type perfectly. Well, I tell you what, watch uh, the show Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. That's a great example of a, of a really cool time in fashion. It was that uh, is that time. early 1960s, yep. late right. 1950s, early 1960s. Because uh, uh, and Casey, is that what you're thinking, or were you thinking more like uh, saddle shoes and poodle skirts? Uh, no, 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 you're no. You're thinking no. June Cleaver. I am not. I'm thinking more June Cleaver. Yeah. Uh, you know, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, I just and, I love and she it. loved her beaver. And, and <laughs> uh, yes, she did. Nice beaver. Where do you go from there? Um, and so what I love about it is like a lot of it was like form fitting, but you know, wasn't um, you know you don't you didn't see cleavage or anything like that back then. Uh, you just saw the, the the woman's figure, and I don't know. I, mean, I loved how I loved yeah. how uh, uh, Mrs. Cleaver, you know, would clean the house wearing pearls. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So back to music. Seventy percent of uh, Gen Z respondents uh, said that they recently discovered an iconic song from a decade ago for the first time, and over sixty-six percent say that they are rediscovering classics from the past. Sixty percent of all respondents feel that uh, they were born in the wrong era because of their taste in music, including nearly eighty percent of Gen Z, hmm. Generation Z. Well, you know, you have a, you have a, a much more spontaneous access to it than than I did. So I. I loved, uh, you know, uh, movie soundtracks and, and uh, uh, George Gershwin and, and, and stuff that predated me, but it wasn't like I could just, in a room, say, play this and have it happen. Pierre was playing uh, the Eagles last week uh, for a workforce block, and there's a line, I think it's on Heartache Tonight, where they talk about driving around all night waiting yep. to hear a song come on the radio. Yep. And, and that notion of having to wait, hoping that you can hear a particular song, rather than <laughs> typing yeah. in two things in your phone and instantly having all of it. It's it's cool to be able to do that, but there's also some charm in having to wait for something to uh, to enjoy it. Sometime before the sun comes up, the radio is going to play that song. That's the line. Well that. done. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, shoot, I forget what it's uh, Sorry about that. Uh, 40% of all respondents say that the era that best matches their music uh, preferences is the 2000s. And 70% said that they're, they'd be embarrassed to share their playlist with others, particularly their boss. <laughs> Is that a requirement now? Do you think that the... Um, All right, make me a mix. Make me a mixtape. <laughs> for most pop artists today, and I, I hate like uh, my, this in my day or whatever, I'm not, not trying to make that argument, but most pop artists today, do they release um, full albums or is it mostly just singles? I think it's mostly singles. I, they're, yeah. Kind of what I, I think, think too. Tell. Yeah, well, yeah. less... Um, uh, Less is made of album releases right. if they are even for established acts. even for established acts. because they're, they're we're more immediate these days you know so in, in when, when they release clusters as opposed to full albums well what I mean is us as a society we're just we want things more immediately and right. so and right. so and so with these artists they want immediate gratification as well so it's like man if this this album or this track is ready to go let's yeah, go let's go speaking of being embarrassed i remember when i was uh i was in like 5th or 6th grade or whatever and uh i was i was just way into the beatles just yeah. big time and i was embarrassed to admit that to really? people 
because they weren't, you know, they were they were dated. It was it was old. I mean, they were they were to older people that it was really cool, but to people my age, to kids my mm. age, it was really. And I remember my first drum teacher, Rusty. He asked like, <laughs> "What kind of music I was?" And I was like, "I, I, I like the Beatles." You know, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, "The Beatles are cool, man." Oh, cool. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Totally." He's like, "Don't be embarrassed to admit yeah. that." Are you kidding me? <laughs> my older brother Gene, who's about <clears throat> nine years older than me, he was he he came home with the first. Edition release of Meet the Beatles. Right. Uh, you know, so, uh, and his Beatles fandom uh, ported down to me so much so, Preston, he bought silver Beatle boots, uh-huh. you know, and so uh, they fit him, and I'm a little kid, and I and he gave them to me, and I wore them to school one day. Uh, that didn't go over No? Well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have uh, never been embarrassed by the music that I like. I just, you know, I like what I like, and I don't care. I'm not going to apologize for it. However, I have, uh, like, tried... Try to like fit in like when I did like a band and I knew somebody else liked the band. I remember like I remember saying to uh, this one guy who was uh, probably two or three years older than me, like, "Hey man, I just bought my birth- first Grateful Dead CD," <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I just wanted him to like think Is I was cool. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Is that right? <laughs> that's cool, bud. All right, cool. <laughs> like, that's cool." Gee, Spike. <laughs> that's exactly how it was like. I was like, Gee, Spike. I just bought my first Grateful Dead. No, you're just trying to break the ice. You're trying to fit in. That's mm-hmm. Music serves that purpose. Mm. All right. So anyhow, uh, so a lot of people believe that they were they were uh, born in the wrong decade uh, because of what they appreciate, a wrong era, That should say, I should say. Um, all right. Here's another study, study from the Justine Institute. Uh, there's a study that finds uh, we spend way more time staring at our phones than we should. I think we know this. Uh, but there's an app. Uh, Annie's, uh, it says app Annie's latest state of mobile report has found consumers globally spend 3.8 trillion hours on their phones last year, averaging 4.8 hours a day or nearly a third of their waking hours, a third of their waking hours spent on the phone. So, um, when you get your update, uh, or do you have the update set to tell you how much screen time you screen time you spent? Yes. Okay. Is it usually low or dropping, or is it is it rare I that you go up this last uh, week? But but I I take it I I don't take it for that because yeah. I do things like listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. and does it count that as the screen stays on? Yeah, yeah. When okay. I'm listening to audio, that's true. Yeah. I use a um, I use a, a noise machine at night. Yeah. Uh, and and that stays on for a little while. I didn't so, even think of that. So when you know, you're listening to your music on your phone, does that it I'm depends. not really sure. It depends. You can you can have the settings not count that, um, or okay. the screen not be on. Um, but yeah, for the most part, if your screen is on, that's it, it's it's screen time. Okay. Um, so how do where do you find that? We we could all pull up our reports. I'm going to do it right now to, uh, and see where that is. I think it's um, in settings. Right, um, settings. Screen time. Here you go. Time, yeah. Wait, where? So you just went into se- oh screen yeah, time. Yeah, it's right go. there. Screen <laughs> time. Where is it? You going? It's oh, under settings. Time. Under screen time. <laughs> Daily average for me is it says one hour and fifty six minutes. Ooh, you're good. I'm down twenty seven percent from last week, so that's. I'm cool. down twenty five percent from last week. I was up sixteen percent, but I. You were like, home. Yeah, that was because wrong. I was sitting home with yeah. nothing. What you had nothing more to do. What's your daily average, uh, Kathy? Three hours. Wow, okay. I'm looking for mine. It's under settings. What's yeah. under? Yeah, go under settings and just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see screen time. You got oh, it, May. Over the holidays, I made it a point to put my phone down and not use it very often, and it was down uh, 100% or something insane, like 75%, and I felt like I had accomplished something. I'm down 13% from last week. It was three hours and 19 minutes. All right, you're the longest so far. Yeah. All right. 240, 2.45. I'm way longer than all you guys. So oh, really? Was a bit of that. What is it? Uh, like five hours. 
Five hours a day? Yeah. Your daily average. Wow. Well, hang on. Day. Oh. Wait, and then well, you you're an influence. Wait a second, though. No, yeah. no. You're right, because I spend a lot of time. I, I have the Audible up a lot. Mm-hmm. You can also you track, can a, see, you, you can oh, track by app. Yeah, so you, you can, can see what it is. You can look at which app comes up the most. And Nick, three hours and eight minutes, Pornhub. Oh, yep. There you yeah. go. You have the app. Yeah. Where, where do you where do you see this? So I went, I clicked into... See all activity? Yeah. You know what? So Hiccups, last week's average, right? So I went into last week. It says show more, and then you can see... Mm-hmm. More, more, more. Wait, so so the what I spend the most time on? Mm-hmm. Text messaging. Uh, really? I spend the most time on Scrabble Go. <laughs> I got messages first, and then Instagram second, Kath. And then Scrabble Go, then Audible, then Instagram. Okay, uh, Instagram, Safari, messages, uh, and I Audible's think, my top. I think when you're using music, it's only when your screen is up. Because right. I listened to my headphones for an hour <laughs> yesterday, uh, and it only has two minutes, so it had to have only counted the time where I actually right. pulled the screen up to pick my music. I have Audible, podcast, phone, and then um, um, Alibi Vigilante, which is the um, Vigilante, which is the, the cameras at the side of my house. That, that oh, so I'm you're taking. checking, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but I feel like that. it's okay. Like the Audible, like the, both of you, Preston and Steve, your um, Audible is high. Like you're listening to books. It's listening not to like books. you're... We're getting you know, smarter. Yeah. My, uh, my son got in trouble recently, and one of the punishments was uh, removing of his phone privileges and, and limiting all of that. It's remarkable how much more productive he's gotten in that amount of time. He's playing the sax more. He's playing piano more. Uh, it, and it's playing just, with himself more. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I would. Well, I would. Yeah. 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 I mean, they probably used the phone for that. So that's actually been removed. Um, and thanks for making it gross. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, it's, I mean, like, listen, he's a 15-year-old kid. So they're, uh, it's, it goes without saying they're addicted to their phones. We all are. But, like, I think... Teenagers probably have a little bit worse. You take that away, and it's he has gotten so yeah. much more productive with his time. I find myself, uh, I you know, nostalgically thinking of a time prior to all this. Sure, uh, you know, uh, one of the best jokes I ever heard was Dennis Miller talking about um, his uh, his he, a friend of his and his son were playing on this app that was a son and dad playing catch. <laughs> you, you know, which, yeah. which is it's it's and it is. It's like you're you're you know you're using. Uh, but I mean, you know, once the genie was out of the bottle, and there's going to be no way to put it back in, and so here you are, you have the the issue of you know, well, I know what you're saying, yeah. but if you try, you can. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. You can to some level, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think back though, like when we didn't have the phones, like what you're talking about, Steve, and I like just a, a few instances where I'm like, what did we do? You know, like if you're at a theme park and you you lose somebody, you're like. I'm like, what, what that, did we do? How did that's where it comes in handy? Yeah. Yeah. You I took Rochelle to, we were, we were driving, uh, do, running some errands, and I left my phone at home. I love it when I forget my phone. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, wow. It's great. Yeah. I'm free for a moment. Yeah. And I dropped her off. She had to run in the post office and do some stuff, and I just stayed in the car, and I sat there, and I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. So I looked around me. And I was reading street signs. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. I was looking at other people and other cars. And I was I was trying to consciously be aware, okay, what am I going to do right now? <laughs> what am I doing? What kind of input am I getting right now? And I was looking at the car and I went through my center console and I, oh, yeah. I, I kind of sifted through that a little bit. I'm like, What's okay, there are things, too, that can occupy my time besides right. this thing right here. I still you think know? it's all going to go away at some point. It probably won't be forever, but I think there's going to be a mass 
crash and we're going to lose everything on on social media. Our phones are going to be down and it's going to be for a significant amount of time. It's Some possible. Great EMP yeah. pulse or yeah. something, something like that that happen. knocks it all out. Yep. Mm, we'll Quite possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, another thing from the Just Saying Institute worth bringing up this morning. If you're, if you're great at remembering faces but not names. That's me. You might want to try learning them in your sleep. I mean, have the people come into the room? <laughs> yes. And hang out and just say their name over and over all night while you sleep. It's Kathy. It's Kathy. It's Nick McElroy. Northwestern University researchers found Who's next? They found that people's name recall improved significantly when memories of newly learned face name associations were reactivated while they were napping. What the hell is that? The key what about to, an android? The key to this improvement was uninterrupted deep sleep. And the study's senior author, Ken Pollard, said the new line of research will let us address many interesting questions like whether sleep disruption is always harmful or whether it could be used to awaken unwanted memories. But how the hell do they go about this? They don't, they yes, don't they don't explain. This. So do I get points for having an uncanny memory of people that I know or that I've met? Uh, 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 if I just... I can look at someone and say, and, I, and it'll surprise people that I can do this. I'm not very good with the names, but at least do I get points for facial recognition? Right. I mean, that's something, isn't it? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at any rate, we are. They said we are increasingly finding good reasons to value high quality sleep. But uh, you know, I don't yeah, know. sleep number, man. I don't know how you go about learning people's names while you're sleeping. So with my children, my two oldest now being in in high school, uh, there's a whole new set of faces and names that I have to recognize and, and remember, right. and it's harder now. Uh, and I'm not talking about the. T- I'm talking about like the parents and stuff like that because my kids are pretty involved right. with like clubs and stuff like that. So sure, you're, you're encountering new people all the time, and I'm like, oh man, do I know this person? And and do I when I say hi to said person, do I say hi like we? Oh oh, I know, I remember your. Can, I can remember you default you. to bro and sweet teas? <laughs> <laughs> I w- well, I could Sugar do a bro, teas. but not. <laughs> I would stay away from anything teas. Casey, I've gotten over the embarrassment though of saying I'm sorry. I mm. forget what your name is because I, I I am the same way as you, and especially with parents yeah. of of uh, my son's friends. But like, I just I I know that I don't know it. Yeah. And they know that I don't know it, so I'm I'm tired of being embarrassed about not knowing it anymore. I'll just I'll just ask. Now they know we don't know, right? Yeah. For the most part, if if you're not famous, and I don't see you once a month, <laughs> I'm not going to remember who you are. Yeah. It's terrible, right? I mean, it's terrible, but but it's just who I am, and and it's not out of malice or it's not out of uh, it's intention. It's no. not at all. It's just my recall. It's probably from all the weed I smoke in my life, yeah. but. Um, but the uh, name is Rochelle. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah. uh, Preston. I, I guess I've, I've I've spent my life meeting so many people and tried to do the recall, and then I never see those people again. And I'm like, why did I even try? Maybe that's just my subconscious doing that. I don't know. Yep. Uh, but it's embarrassing. There are people that live in my neighborhood that have been there 15 years, and I might not see them, but once a year, or once every other year, or right. something like that. I don't remember who you are. I'm yeah. sorry. Listen. Once you're you're cool about it, and you 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 know you you just say it that way. Listen, I I, I yeah. know I know you, oh, and I always forget your name. What is it? And and maybe that gesture alone yeah. will help solidify it in your mind, or invite them to come into your bedroom when you're right. asleep. <laughs> but they say your name in your right. ear. But it sucks because I'm Eddie. Steve, if you do do that, oh man, I'm I'm so sorry. I should remember your name, but yeah. I forget it. All right, and then. The next time, if you forget their yeah, name again, yeah, I know. You know, it's yeah. really, really bad. I had, sure. uh, <laughs> I had a moment this past fall that could have been really, really embarrassing and bad. 
I was picking my son up from his rugby uh, practice, and right. one of the parents he came over, and uh, and essentially they were asking, uh, you know, hey, we should uh, get a picture, yeah. right? And I just assumed that she wanted a picture uh, because she listens to the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank God it didn't play out the way it could have played out, which was, okay, you know, let me put my arm around you. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to take the photo? Okay. <laughs> because she wanted a picture of all of our freshman boys together. And oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Dude, oh right, my Kathy? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It would have been so embarrassing had it played out the other way. Like, okay, where, who's taking the picture? <laughs> I know you want me in it. I'll be over here. I'll be in the middle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God. And then oh, you sign God. it, your team licked our ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Preston, how long does a salesperson have to work here before you know their name? Because yeah. for me, it's a while. Six or seven years. Well, listen, it's got to be a while. Now, now it used we're to, not seeing it used to be anybody. When we have, right. Now everybody works for every radio station that we own, and, and I don't encounter them that You're often, right. and I just... I don't, I don't think it's the amount of time. It's if we work with them. If if, if yeah. there's a client where right. we're doing events, we're going out there as a show, or, or is it, you get to know that salesperson pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. You know my ability to remember minutiae, and I have all this insignificant that I can hold on to, and yet other things that other people can sort of effortlessly remember, I'm, I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. However... I think, you know, people are, uh, if I do meet someone or at the camp out or whatever, and I recognize them and I say, I, I know you, that that's something I think. You know, I, I always, you never want to insult someone by making them think you're not important enough for me to remember your name. But mm-hmm. it, it is just sometimes the way you're constructed, and that's the way it is for you, Preston. So I think owning up to it and saying, you know... Um, I know, I know you, and I always forget your name. What is it? I mm-hmm. saw a kid at the fire, food trucks and fireworks event. Yeah. He walked up. He was so excited to say hi, and I thought it was my wife's cousin's son. Right. Okay, it's not. So when he walks up, you just sorry, hey! for, sorry for kissing well, you. So <laughs> uh, I listen, and I don't see him very often. Right. I, I maybe have met him four times in my life. Yeah. Right, most recently, like two summers ago. But this kid looked like him. So he walks up to me with his mother, okay? And I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, where's your mom? And she was right there in front of me. And she's like, I'm right here. I was like, You're not oh, my God. And then I had to own up to who. You're not I- his mother. Have you been abducted? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you are. I completely thought you were somebody else. And uh, But it's That's embarrassing. Okay, I, I know, but yeah. like, you're, I'm still embarrassed. You, yeah. Then you go, then you shift. Oh, my God. You look. You lost so much weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. You just throw a huge yeah. compliment. Oh my God! Have you you <laughs> are stunning. What are you working out? You look fantastic. <laughs> you can I, use the the mask as an excuse. Like if somebody's been wearing a mask for two years, and you're yeah, like, sure. "Oh, I just didn't recognize you. I haven't seen you without the mask in forever." And right. then when they lower the mask, you say, eh, "Put it back." <laughs> <laughs> Time is not I forgot yeah, you had that grill. <laughs> the mask is great for that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't with the mask. Oh, I didn't, yeah, you know. No. Wow. Yeah. Man, do you look great. Have you been working? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You just, you just pivot I wasn't that. wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was like a mask of someone's face. Uh, but it's your face. You wow. should. You should All wear right. a mask. You should wear a helmet. So remembering names, for some reason, when you sleep, you can do it better, but I don't know how you're supposed to do it. All right, that's from the Just Saying Institute. Is that all we had time for? That's it. Uh-huh. That's it. So sorry, we'll do it again sometime soon. Uh, but thank you for joining us uh, for our stroll on the lovely campus of the JSI. <laughs>
When we come back, some bizarre file stories I think you will enjoy. Rick Williams from 6ABC is going to be joining us. He's yeah. slid into the uh, 11 p.m. slot, the Jim Gardner slot. We'll talk to Rick and see how things are going there and get into some other things, too. Don't forget, uh, we have uh, Tattoos Day today. So if you're interested in a tattoo, a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch the Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's go to the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Squeezed.com, the best-use cleanse on the market. You can lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. Now, free shipping with the code RADIO at checkout. All right, we'll begin with this story. A cobra spat venom into a woman's eyes after she accidentally disturbed it while it was hiding in a cupboard. They do that. The woman in Durban, South Africa, opened the cupboard at an office to find a startled... 3.9-foot-long Mozambique spitting cobra resting on some wires where it spat at her out of shock. Fortunately, only five minutes away at the time, snake catcher Nick Evans arrived swiftly to remove the highly venomous serpent. (laughs) Stand back, little lady. Evans, who runs a snake rescue project, wrote on Facebook uh, that the snake, feeling trapped and terrified, had defended itself the best way it knew how. After spitting at the woman, the snake fell into a bucket below the wires. Evans arrived to find that the office employees had managed to trap it by wrapping a uh, bin bag, a a trash bag, uh, tightly over the bucket. Somehow the field mice we occasionally find here don't seem so bad. He said, I saw the poor lady who was in a lot of pain. She had been using her hands to splash her eyes with water in the bathroom. and Holding her head under an outside tap would have been better. I instructed her to uh, get a glass, fill it with water, keep her eyes open, and rinse the eyes out thoroughly. And take your top off. It is vital to flush the venom out. This is the best thing to do immediately after being spat at. It's very uncomfortable, but to be blunt, he said, one has to suck it up and do it. It's extremely important. I've had venom in the eyes a few times, unfortunately, but I can still see after rinsing with water. Uh, The woman attended a clinic as soon as the cobra was removed, and Evan said that he has no doubt that she will have fully recovered. You know, Press, uh, people often ask me what I think my top five badass-looking animals are, and I think Cobra would definitely be in the top Cobra's five. Cobra's way up there. Yeah. yeah. yeah people or, usually just walk up to you on the street. All the time. Ask you that all question. All the time. That's why I adopted it as my name. Yeah, the Cobra. <laughs> it is Cobra. Three women were charged on Thursday in connection to a beating of a Delta Airlines security officer at JFK Air- Airport. Uh, the women, Jordan Nixon, Janessa Torres, and Jahara Zavala, were charged and arrested on Thursday for allegedly attacking a Delta, Delta security officer on a jetway at JFK after all three were denied board uh, given their apparent uh, intoxication. Prosecutors allege that the three women were supposed to board a Delta flight to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and the reservations were changed for later that afternoon. They say that the three women ordered a total of around nine alcoholic beverages in the time that they were required to wait for their flight. 
pointing to receipts from the airport's restaurants and bars and surveillance footage. A member of the flight crew and the captain exited the airplane and observed the three defendants. They determined that the three should be denied boarding because they were acting belligerent. One of the defendants was refusing to wear her mask properly, and Zavala was visibly disoriented and possibly intoxicated, prosecutors allege. Aircraft crew denied boarding to the three women giving them a chance to rebook their flight. Right. At which point, prosecutors say Nixon took the security officer's radio and hit him with it repeatedly. No. Can't do that. Uh, a gate agent was allegedly punched in the face by Zavala after trying to assist the security officer who later fell to the ground, only be be- to be beaten by all three women as the gate agent tried to secure more help. A hospital treated both the gate agent and security officer for their injuries. Uh, Nixon denied any wrongdoings. Zavala and Torres also pleaded not guilty to the charges. So we'll see how that Getting dangerous out. at the airport. Yes, it is. And in fact, I was reading uh, 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 apparently incidents uh, on aircraft and at the airport uh, were at an all-time high last of course. year. Of course. All-time high. Yeah. A man may never be able to use his penis again after his partner accidentally sprayed expanding foam up his urethra in a sex act gone wrong. Expanding foam in the urethra? Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on. Accidentally? No, well, yes, sort of. So okay. here, let me explain. It was supposed and to be Gorilla Glue. <laughs> a four, the 45-year-old patient had oh. to have a new opening cut in his taint oh to urinate. God. Oh, my, oh my, God. my God. So he pees out his taint? Well, he had to because oh, it pretty much destroyed his bladder. So the oh urinate to uh, to urinate uh, when, after the, when the foam had hardened and become anchored in that area. Medics who treated him revealed that he will only qualify for reconstructive surgery if he passes a psychiatric evaluation. The unidentified man was struggling with impotence and had been inserting various objects uh, in order to stay, you know, ready to go. Uh, But things went horribly wrong during one of these sessions when the man's partner tried to use the straw of a can of insulation spray. At some point, the man's unidentified partner accidentally hit the button on the top of the can, deploying the foam. Oh, my balls! Uh, The foam normally used for home insulation hardened, and he was left with several masses in the inside of his bladder. Looking at an x-ray, it's horrible. I don't even know what I'm looking at, but I do see Italy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This guy's lucky he he didn't die from something like yeah. that. Maybe he wants to. Uh, and, yeah, they're going to have to see if they can fix Jeez. things, but I don't know if they'll be able to do it or not. I wonder if he tried regular standard Viagra or Cialis or anything. Uh, it says he was impotent, so okay. sometimes that won't help. But, yeah. but, like, implants and things yeah. like that you can get, but I don't know why he didn't go that Rebar. Road. Yeah. Rebar would work. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, an irate customer at a bridal salon in China tore through racks of wedding dresses, slicing them up with scissors after a dispute with the store over a $500 deposit. The customer, an unnamed woman in southwest China, was filmed going through racks of wedding gowns with a pair of scissors in her hand. She destroyed 32 wedding dresses that were worth more than $11,000. Uh, the dispute arose after the store declined to return the woman's deposit of $500 for a wedding package after the customer abruptly canceled a wedding package worth about $1,200 that she booked uh, for October of last year. Uh, in the video, customer the customer snips at voluminous white wedding gowns and traditional Chinese wedding dresses. The person filming the woman informs her that each gown costs thousands to tens of thousands Chinese yuan. Uh, the sum of 10,000 Chinese yuan is equivalent to around $1,500. Uh, the woman then replied that she would be fine with paying the money, or uh, roughly seventy-five thousand uh, dollars. 
Uh, a report from a local TV station showed police officers being filmed at the store examining the damaged wedding dresses. But she it, she was pushed to the brink. Man. And she destroyed all this stuff. We're watching the footage, yeah. Yep. yep. Going to town. All right. And that is the bizarre file for now, my friend. We have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out. And it is titled Yee-Hee. <laughs> the description is, how do you know if Kanye's coming over? You listen for the Yee-Hee. And if you follow MMR on Instagram, you can get it delivered right to your feed. Hey, we had a suggestion from a listener just a second ago. Yes. So we played uh, song two from Blur, and they wanted us to do this, and Marissa just chopped it together. So here we uh, go. Yee-hee. 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 So I thought we Steve could do it live. Oh, my bad, my oh bad. Steve's not yeah. aware of it. No, no, no. No, no, no one made me aware. Yeah. No one made me aware of this. No uh, so aware. you're supposed to do that. <laughs> okay, you want to try it? I'll try it. Yeah. Okay. You gotta do one like you. What I do it is. It's too long for the song. Well, we can slow it down, maybe. <laughs> it worked. I didn't. It perfectly it totally so worked. It was just like wow. amazing. <laughs> it's uh, amazing from concept to execution. <laughs> by the way, the uh, Daily Rush video is sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Please welcome from the Pearl Jam, Mr. Jeff Amen to the program. The Preston and Steve Show had a long interview with Pearl Jam bassist Jeff Amen about his skate park projects, musical documentaries, and that burning question that's bothering all Pearl Jam fans. We look forward to being in Philly again. Hopefully, hopefully it happens here in 22. We're we're ready. Miss you. Right, miss you. Find the podcast now at PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, we're going to do a feature, one that I love. Uh, that we called Stacko Topics. Ah, is this sort of a celebration of the return of uh, Kathy Romano? It is. Yeah. In fact, Kathy gets to choose. <laughs> but I, I was just thinking, we need a Stacko Topic theme. <laughs> Casey, I do. I love this. Uh, I was thinking like a, like a stinger. Stacko no. Topics. But this is perfect. <laughs> so, what the story is on this is sometimes we will, uh, you know, consider... Uh, talking about something and never get around to it. And I'll write down a little note uh, and just put it into a stack of papers that it I have It is here. literally a stack of topics. And uh, from time to time, we dust this off and we pick one at random. Then we'd see if it's worth a damn or not. Uh, and So far, they have been. So Yeah, I agree. So, Kathy, uh, in honor of your return... Okay. Uh, I'm going to, let me see. Do you need to be blindfolded, Preston? Mix these up. Well, no, I'll flip them upside. I don't need to be blindfolded. Oh, all right. All right. right, Let's let's tie his hands behind his back, guys. All right. right. Headphone cord got stuck. Now, legs akimbo. What does that mean? Uh, Spread. Up in the air? Yeah. Okay. The flying W, as we used to call it. Hang on. I don't even know why. It doesn't even matter. No, no, it's got to be done by. No, you're right. You're right. There are rules, Casey. All right, Kathy. Okay. Pick one from the topic. Don't put it back in the deck. Uh, All right. Oh, just one. Oh, no. Come on, Don't Kathy. be greedy. Right, now, ruined it. Show it to us. Don't All show right. it to Preston. <laughs> okay. And then Kathy will read this and we'll see. Now, there might be a couple stinkers in the lot. I don't no, know. I think this is good. All right. What, what does it say? Something you do every day that no one knows. Ooh. Something that you do every day, I assume as part of a ritual, yeah. that no one knows you're doing. That no one 
And I mean nobody knows that you do every right. single day. You, now, it might be in the shower, it might be in the car, but when you're alone... You might shower in the car. <laughs> for all I know, you shower in the car. Do you have any idea why you wrote this one down? Usually I do, and I can't remember why. But I, but it, it, it will come to me. Okay. I'm sure that there are things that I do every single day, and I'm by myself, and no one knows that I do it. I can... Did, okay, I'm probably wrong on this. Does it pertain to something that Miss Marissa brought up once about um, when she's seeing uh, when she sees an ambulance going the other way or on the street? No, because he has that written down as another. Oh, topic. all right, okay. Yeah. Um, man, I does know it have I know to do this. with ass licking? No, it has nothing to do with <laughs> every ass day. Licking. You got to date these from now on. What do you mean? Well, just yeah. see them or casual. Put your or put my just reason. go out for drinks. Yeah. Or put your reason. Put my reason well, is th- for it. Is there anything that anybody does that I do? We wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. So, and, and I'll, maybe I'll, his example will help me out. We'll here. set this in motion. It'll help yeah. us determine whether or not this is a stinker. Well, this is that Monday through Friday thing, right? Because Saturday and Sundays are way different. Because what I'm about not your regular Saturday night? Thing? <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't work on Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, yeah. It's going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. But every morning, I brush my teeth buck naked. Ah, interesting. Why? Okay. Uh, because, I do that, too. Uh, what you I, both do? Yeah. Yeah. I like to... I do not. Uh, well, I weigh myself every day. Okay. Uh, so I have a scale. So what I do is but I... But you brush your teeth here. I, it's weird. <laughs> That's uh, It's a little bizarre, but hey, you know, it's just what I do. Um, hey, no, hey, so hey, case. I get up in the morning. Good morning. I put my watch on. I go into the bathroom. I take my clothes off. Okay. I go and I get my, my toothbrush and I start brushing my teeth and then I jump on the scale. And it's... Mul- you it's don't a take the watch off before you get on the scale? I know. I should. Okay. But, uh, but I need to keep the watch on because um, when my alarms go off on my phone, I can turn them off on my watch. Okay. So, right. I, I set several alarms. And they, right. None of them work. But, uh, but yeah, and so, since I'm the only one up at that time, You brush your teeth naked? Completely. Okay, I, I mean, that's naked. not... Yeah. yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I do Yeah, not. I do. I, uh, I go in, I turn the shower on. Okay. I take my underwear off. And I start. You shower with your underwear off? Yeah, you don't. Weirdo. Uh, I take my underwear off, and as the shower, I brush my teeth while the water's warming up. So that's my time killer. And so, but it's not cold. You're not cold naked there, brushing your teeth. No. Oh, I would be freezing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Our temperature is good in the in the uh, in the the bedroom, the bathroom. Sorry, I think habits like this develop over time because you didn't always, in in all likelihood, brush your teeth Mm -hmm. naked, right? And so you found this is efficient in your mind, a a way to get through the morning, especially for us, because like we're trying to get here as quickly as we can and have a few hindrances. Um, so case. Was it originally a, a weighing yourself thing? That yes. Led, okay. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Um, and that started, God, I bought a scale. <laughs> I bought a scale uh, seven, eight years ago, something like that. So probably for like the last seven or eight years, that's that's what I've been doing. All right. Every day. Uh, somebody had texted, maybe it was picking your belly button lint. <laughs> maybe that was it. That huh. might have been it, because I told you guys I'd do that every day. Now, the question was, were you going to do a collection? As some I started have to done. save a little bit of it, but I right. haven't been very... Uh, Diligent? No, I need to make sure that I save it. Because uh, that was going to be Kathy's uh, Pollyanna gift next year. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, I know there's something. I wouldn't have written that down if I didn't have an example. Do you pee out your taint? <laughs> no, that. just that one guy does. Oh, okay. In the bizarre file. What would it pertain? I'm kind of fascinated by this. It seems to be that that it's something less like that 
brushing your teeth naked. Yeah, it wasn't that. And something that was a, perhaps yeah. a little bit more transitory. That that might be less common uh, right. than than uh, than people do. Because I think brushing your teeth naked is not a big deal. You know, if you're in in the bathroom and you're it's like braiding your butt hair. Everyone does it. <laughs> Come on, right? right? Yeah. Now that might yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> Something to add. Uh, if you do know, if you do have something unique, let us know. 215-263-WMMR. When you... Uh, all right, here's somebody says, when I'm, when I'm going to the bathroom at my house, I always take one leg out of my pants uh, when I pull them down. <laughs> and nobody knows that. I think I know why, too, because if he's going to sit down and take a dump, it's restrictive to have your... I think your your legs together, maybe, maybe they like a, a little I've, wider freedom. Birth. Yes, I mean yeah. I've mentioned this before. <clears throat> excuse me, years ago, we talked about it. You probably all have forgotten, um, but that I when I sit down on the toilet, I cross my legs. My legs are crossed. When I, I go don't to the remember when you that. Uh, but anything. Case. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, your by ankles crossed no. or. No, I cross my legs. I like your <laughs> your knees really? over one another. Yeah. Do you do you put, like you're riding side saddle? Uh-huh. Oh do you my put God. your your hands on one knee? That's great. I, like, like you're being interviewed? Well, exactly how I'm sitting right that now. That is so bizarrely dainty. And you must sit up <laughs> very straight while you're doing that too. Yeah. I don't know how. Why? Why do you do that? I'll tell Hi, you why. I'm Kathy, and I'm taking a dump. Uh, Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> do you do that here? Yeah. I mean that is no, no, she no. Doesn't sit here, down here. You know, here I'll hover. Right, so, okay. so if I'm hovering, no. But when I'm at home, <laughs> has to be home base. If I, mean, I sit yeah. down to pee, I sit down across my legs. Okay. <laughs> and why did you start this? I'll tell you why. Okay. So, uh, in high school, I went. I remember going to the bathroom. No, stop it. You know, girls go to the bathroom together at a party or whatever. Yes. And I was with a girlfriend of mine. I remember exactly who it was, and she sat down and she did that, and I was like. Why do you do that? And she's like, I don't know. I just do. You were able to see, and, so it was it was wide open, and you're 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 yeah. Like we just went to the bath. You know, okay. girls go to the bathroom together, and, she's and just I peeing, remember though. questioning her. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. peeing, and I remember questioning her as to why. And she's like, I don't know. I just do. She's like, I don't know. Just try it, like see. If it, and I tried it. it took and off. It, I don't know. It worked, okay. and right. so I just crossed my legs when I go to the bathroom. Okay. Huh. <laughs> do you, you know when I? It's kind of interesting because Preston, when I do uh, when I take a dump, I sit like Rodin's the thinker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that, mm. and, it's, and I just find I come up with good stuff. Really? Yeah, I think you really about do things. That? You really? No, no, no. Okay, well, I no, sure. here's what I do. <laughs> I have a, a shelf that is on the radiator right in front of me in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. I have the iPad there, and it's like I it's like I'm at an office. Your office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should be taking calls and you know closing deals. Yeah. I'm like the Wolf of a Wall yeah. Street. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sell, sell, sell. You're uh, you're not in finance. <laughs> was that you saying you're, right? yeah. you're on the radio, dude. Uh, somebody texted in and said that I drink my coffee in the shower. Does well, it get to, does it get diluted? You could have the, like a, a lid on it, yeti like yeti a dog. yeti lid. I bring my Mister. You're not always under the water in the right, shower, right. so I think you, you can still get away with it. I mean, you drink beer in the shower. See, if I shower, do you have a Mister. Coffee in your shower? I don't. No, because oh. it's electric. I probably oh yeah, right. get electrocuted. Maybe. Uh, press. I don't shower in the morning, but um, if I did, no, I shower at night. Uh, if I shower, um, but uh, I probably would brush my teeth in the shower. Could you at oh, all, pressing? Could you yeah. get? Through the morning without showering, I have to shower I, in the morning. I, I need to. I, I would have a hard time getting through the day. I shower getting woken up for the day right before I'm going to go work out. I, I have to <laughs> that to, 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 makes to no wake me up. Yeah, I, I have to wake you up, and yeah. then I'll shower yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, do you soap and everything, or are you just getting yeah? Get wet and I get my up. hair feathered back like Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> no, but you'll you'll you use soap. <laughs> yeah. 
So you don't need to do that. If you're getting in there just to wake up, you can just get the water going. I'm for the whole thing, man. And, but that's wasting soap. I mean, I get this, yeah. you see this beautiful yeah. scarred, um, all blotchy, Irish, horrible skin? Yeah. You got to work at it. People are going to start calling you soap waster. Yeah. Wait, I got to tell you guys something. So, um, Me too. Somebody mentioned having coffee in the shower, and, you know, we've talked about having a beer in the shower and how great it is. Um, we had to convince Jace to, to leave. We, we were skiing at, at Spring Mountain, and he usually gets, like, a snack after his um, ski school. So uh, the line was, like, ridiculous. And we're like, we are not waiting in this. And so um, I was like, okay, you can, how about uh, when we get home, you can have a Sprite at home instead of getting it here, and you can have it in the shower. And he was like, what? Yeah. He was like, what? I can have a Sprite in the shower? Game changer. It was like, yeah, it was Why like. Why did you cross your legs, too? Complete game changer. He was like, he thought he was like in heaven having a soda in the shower. It's funny because um, whenever I have having a bowel movement, I can only eat turkey bacon, not regular <laughs> bacon. Well, you're in luck. I wish I could remember what made me write that down because I, I know that there's there's maybe some kind of ritualistic thing that I do. Uh, that nobody knows about. No, it's not killing any roosters or anything like right, that. Right, right. But I mean, maybe, not maybe like, like touching something or saying something to myself. All right. Or, so, so uh, do we? Or, you know, that that's kind of just my thing, and nobody knows about it. You know what I mean? Are we qualifying this as a revisit with another dip into the pile, or do we proceed? Uh, we can. We can. We can dip back into the pile. Since okay. it is your yeah. stack of topics, you can make the call. Hey, we're going back to the pile. All right, we'll go back into the pile. Right, and Kathy, do you yeah. have the paper that you, you put out? Yeah, I have it. We, we can put it back in and perhaps... <laughs> if I ever remember, I'll, right. I'll write it down. I'll, I'll make a new... You uh, have to make a new note if you yeah. remember. All right, I'm going to let Casey pick Here we go oh, again. Man, I'm so bad at this, guy. Yeah, but Kathy was bad at it, too. Preston, no, I was good at it. It was a good one. You just couldn't remember. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, I, think back, it, I think it would have been a really good one if I could remember. It's my fault. That's right. It's always my fault. Preston has his blindfold on. All right, Legs Kimbo, thank you, Preston. Right. Okay. What does it say? Have okay. you ever, is there one thing you do that no one knows? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Preston. Yes. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What have you been faking your whole life? Oh, what wow. have you been faking Ooh. your whole life? Okay. That's a good one, too. Penelope. Uh, no, it's Preston. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> do you know why you wrote that down? <laughs> mm. No. Was it because you were faking that you had one thing that you do that no one knows about? What have you been faking your whole what have you been faking? life? Like like um, pretending that you know something or... Um, or orgasming. That <laughs> could be yeah. on the list. Yeah. That's that something be. I don't understand at all. The faking. Like, uh, you know, the, uh, of the O. The faking of the orgasm. Well, if you're done... And you want the other person to be done? I know, but like if if, if a go. woman were to do that to me, I'd be like, uh, and I'm sure that it's happened in my yeah. life. I'm not saying I'm, I'm some <laughs> Don Juan, but like uh, I would want to know that uh, she had to fake it in order to make me feel better about myself. I, I want to do better next time around. If you have to fake, would you rather her just say, I'm done? I'd rather her say, bad job, mister. Yeah. And, and let's try better next time around. I don't think you would like that. I think. Well, I don't know if I'd like it, but yeah. I would I would appreciate the constructive criticism. Is, is, in other words, to grow as a lover. Thank right. you. It yeah. might not. Listen, it might not be you. Uh, well, it could be the other that. guy. I mean, let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's his problem? <laughs> no, I mean. Um, have you met Mandingo? I don't have the lady part, so I don't necessarily know. But right. like. Uh, I mean, it, let's be honest. It, it's not me. It's her. It's, it's definitely her. Uh, but I'm giving you all three. <laughs> it might just be, you know, okay, uh, 
we're done here. You right. Know? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Hit the shower. Well, I think when you look up and she's playing Wordle, yeah. you know yeah. it's not going. <laughs> anyway, that's my contribution. Uh, faking orgasms? Yeah, well, why? Why okay. bother? Yeah. What um, have you faked? What 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 was What these? have you been faking your whole life? What is something that you've uh, pretended to be or no. know? <laughs> it's a big or admission something along those lines. Yes, it, 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 like, it's a it's a it's some for some people it'd be very gut wrenching to admit something. Yeah. Somebody texted in and said, uh, "Interest in people I rarely see." That's it's hard sometimes. Like if you haven't seen somebody in a long time and they have something that they think is really interesting, and they want to share with you, and you have to pretend that it is interesting. Yeah, yep, that can definitely be it. Um, I will sometimes pretend to care about, and and I have to make a decision because, um, like, sports don't really mean much to me. I'm not, like, on a Pierre level yeah. where it's, like, negative, you know, right. uh, but... But I will walk into conversations, and if it's all of a sudden that, <laughs> I have to make a choice. Am I going to pretend, and this is with people I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Am I going to pretend to be interested in this conversation so I can at least be a part of the conversation? Yeah. Or. Yeah. Or do I <laughs> right. get out of there? And and that happens in social situations, you know, at parties and things like that. And, you're and, you're, when I you're hear a it, modest I stumble in and sports I'm like, fan. Yeah. I'm like, man. I'm not going to, I, I, you You're know. better off hightailing it. And, and if you start to pretend, then you head down this path of walking yourself into a corner. And then you have to do the, Pierre. the Pierre's, well, if the pitching holds up, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. Um, you, but you, so you would hold yourself, I mean, with like Casey's fanaticism for the for the Eagles and so on and so forth, which is, you know. I know a, he doesn't A norm care. here. Yeah. However, it's not, you can, like, I, I love going to see hockey. I, I, I love um, you know, uh, I love uh, lacrosse. Yeah. You know, uh, but um, and watching a football game is fun. But you're I, not going to spend that time. I'm not going to. I'm not going to crunch the numbers it. and yeah. do all that all all nah. the time. Yeah. it's not my main thing. But I I I do appreciate the fandom for it. Yeah. you know, and right. you're you're at that level. I think you're not. You have your no, no. I like yeah. uh, uh, listen. I love hockey. It yeah. used to be. I used to be fanatical about it, and I knew all the players and and all that stuff. And eventually, I just I, I didn't have time for it yeah. anymore, and I kind of fell out of it. And then that's that's the thing in my mind is when I find myself in that situation, it's like you're either all or none. You can't, you can't be half assed about it. So. You got to put that stuff so away I'll, once I'll you start to, brushing your teeth naked. Pretend sometimes. All right, here's some text coming in. This one says, "I'm colorblind." Uh, and I've been faking not being colorblind for 10 years. Wow. It's got to be very difficult. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Because of their job. They didn't. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. They were just. Okay, they're a graphic tone. designer and have been for 10 years, and none of my jobs have ever known. Wow. Yeah. That Nick, is. Nick Murphy. Nick Murphy's always <laughs> let us know that he yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. Here's one says, I'm a borderline sociopath. And I pretended to understand people and emotions for the majority of my life when I honestly don't especially, uh, what does it say here? Hold on. Uh, something. I, uh, I don't especially very sincere emotions. Wow. Wow, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, that would be something that would be kind of uh, horrifying to realize is that you can't, you can't generate you know, real emotion. Well, that's like, uh, and obviously it's a fiction, but the the TV show Dexter. I mean, he is a uh, he is a serial killer, and he lacks uh, like legit social skills. But he fakes his way through it right. because he's he sees how other people react. So he's like, okay, Wait. I'm supposed my face is supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be right, like this. right. All right, here's a really good one. This is I have faked <laughs> I have faked hating meatloaf my entire life. Wow. wow. My family doesn't know that I've snuck pieces after dinner because it's so good. 
I don't know why, but they just have. He is for whatever reason, hating meatloaf. meatloaf when you actually like it. Maybe because everybody else doesn't like it. And you so just you want to be, be like, a contrarian? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But then wow. why would it? Uh, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. Who knows why the reasoning? Uh, meatloaf Anonymous. Let me go to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Hey, good morning, bitches. It's your favorite Mary Mead Baker. Oh. Hey. Hi, Kelly. What's up? <laughs> So I teach dance. I've been a tap dancer my whole life, and I now I teach dance at a rec center in the Northeast. And I have been faking several tap moves my entire life. Things like over the top and toe touches, like the harder things. I fake them. I've been faking them till I make them. Even in competitions. <laughs> wow! So, and, but, but is it if you're faking it and you are and you are able to teach people? And how do you do in the competition? It looks legit, so... So, it doesn't, doesn't but matter. matter. But you're not, but you're not technically pulling it off correctly, right, Kelly? No, I'm not making the sounds. I'm not doing the noise. There's I no tap sound? Like a lucky foot. It doesn't do it. Kelly, you're saying there's no tap sound when you do it? No, so like an over... Like, so when you do a toe touch, it should be like four sounds. I only get like two and a half sounds That's out. pathetic. So, I know, it's terrible. <laughs> well, you, listen, you've got to be doing something right. You're teaching it and you're competing. So you yeah, you are you are masterful at fooling people. The younger kids, I teach them how to do it right. I show them how not to do it. All right, <laughs> no, okay. I, know, I know what you're saying. There's yeah. a uh, uh, there's a couple little drum riffs uh, uh, that I uh, kind of BS my way through. And, all right, all right. And they so, sound close enough, okay. but but they're not technically what you're supposed to is, be doing. Is Kelly like the tap dancing Dexter? Uh-uh. Hey, Kelly. Oh, no. You Tap will... dancing baker. I'm okay. not a sociopath. All right. So you don't do, like, so you wouldn't be able to fake this through, if you were, like, these a solo dancer, you wouldn't be able to fake these moves. Oh, no. I can't I can't do an over the oh, top. You I know... can't, over the top is where you have to jump over your leg, and I will fall flat on my face. Do you, oh, do you know when people play. fake it? Yeah. Where it's easy to fake it? Uh, like if you're in a choir. Thanks, yeah. Kelly. Right? If, yeah, if you don't have the whole group. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't have to have the chops. Here's a text says, uh, I have 20-20 vision, but wear pretend glasses when I don't feel like wearing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like so that. So that's something they've been faking their entire life. Uh, here you go. Another one says, uh, only about five people in my life knew that I had epilepsy for 15 years. Five people. Yeah, so that's more of a secret than faking That's like the it, first topic. I yeah. guess. Uh, another one says, confidence. Been faking that my entire life. <laughs> it's the only thing that you can fake yourself into having. Oh, I think fake a lot it of you make it. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, put on false confidence. Yeah, come yeah. over like overconfident, and you're like on the inside. That person's insecure. Yeah, no, I know exactly what that's like. Uh, let me go to Christine. I Christ- oh the meatloaf faker. Yeah, <laughs> hi Christine. Uh, Hello. Oh, the meatloaf got to her. Christine, are you there? All right, sounds like a bad phone line. There we are. Hi, Hi, Christine. Hey, sorry if there's a lot of barking. I'm driving the bus right now with a bunch of dogs. All right. That's all good. So Dogs need Uber as well. You have pretended to hate meatloaf. Yeah, so when I was little, my brother used to torment me behind my mom's back with food in his braces. And one time when he was little... We lost oh, no, hang on. We did it with meatloaf and it. Oh, All right, Christine, your your yeah. si- your signal keeps breaking up for some reason. So, uh oh. All right, uh, I'll so, stop. Can so, you hear me? So yeah. your brother, your brother would he had uh, meat. He was doing this behind your mom's back, and he had meatloaf in his braces. <laughs> yeah, he would like torment me to try and like gross me out. Yeah, like big older brothers would do. Yeah, and my mom never knew about it. So ever since then, I've like had this aversion. I. I say, and 
Um, I actually really do enjoy it, and they always, you know, joke around that if I'm not going to be there for dinner, they're making meatloaf because I despise it when I kind of secretly think it's delicious. I don't understand your motivation for doing that. I, you know, it's just like, you know, you stick with it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll come clean someday. <laughs> you, I think you, you started, yeah. you started you know, this. Probably, they're st- probably listening to this right, right now, and I'm going to get phone calls. Well, uh, you know what? My brother listens it, to this every morning. My brother in California. It's like coming out. It's yeah. what you've done. You're, you've come I'm, out of the closet. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. clean today of my meatloaf lies. There you go. <laughs> it's right. kind of bizarre. Thank you for this, guys. I really appreciate it. I got a lot off my chest now. There no you problem. go. That's what we want to do. We want to help. Thank you, Christine. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right. Here's one that says uh, faking being into Marvel movies. I'm honest. Honestly, they're just not my thing. Aww. Uh, is what they said. So, but they're pretending to really like I them. Assume they're pretending for f- for someone, family, else. friends, whatever yeah. people that they socialize with. Yeah, you're not you're you're not compelled to love Marvel movies. Here's another one that says, uh, "I have faked a fear of clowns for the last twenty years, and I guess I'm too deep to come clean now." It's huh. like you know, it's almost like when people do like Ponzi schemes or you know, or investment things or these scams. Where you say, "How do you?" You know, yeah. how do they follow through on this? And at a certain point, you're in so deep, you you just stick with it, you know? All right, here's another one that says, I faked that I had sex at an earlier age, and I did. I tell people I was 18, but I was really 21, and I am male. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one. I faked playing the flute all four years of high school. <laughs> oh, my God. I ended up third chair by senior year and couldn't play a thing. Wow. How does that happen? That's amazing. I know. I, I don't know how that happens because our <laughs> music teacher, you, you would have to do one-on-one, you know, or they would make you play in front of the, the entire yeah. band do by we, yourself. Do we have audio of one of their recitals? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, you know, Dornboss, uh, he put together for his uh, his football reel that he sent to colleges. Oh, that's right. So it was somebody else's highlight reel. It was reel. someone else. It was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He t- yep. I that's hilarious. Yep. Uh, this one says, I've been faking all my life that I like smoking cigars because it's a guy thing to do. And in fact, they're disgusting. <laughs> well, so. I, I, I understand that. I, I mean, I smoke cigars, but I, I don't, um, I haven't been lately. Don't I, you like, you like, but you 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 found, you found it to be more a fraternal kind of thing, right? Yeah, I like hanging out, and, and but I will have a, I'm like, man, I, I am not enjoying this at all, you know, and so. I'm not enjoying this stick. The last. Do you yeah. ever enjoy it? Uh, sometimes I do, uh, but I would probably say. Usually, I'm like, dude, come over, we're smoking cigars. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's, so I'm wondering if it's similar. Yeah, um, so the last couple of times I was supposed to have a cigar, like one was uh, before an Eagles game. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I just don't. I don't like the way I the the smoking. I'm okay with everything else afterwards. I can't. Stand would you join? It. Would you oh. join my because my long the pretzel rod. pretzel rod club? Yeah, yeah. Because well, I, but no, there's no nicotine in pretzel rods. If you if you soak them in in nicotine, maybe. But like the the um the the breath afterwards, it's terrible. The the way your clothes smell, it's all huh. horrible, horrible, horrible. And, and you, so it's not worth it to but me. But you were doing it fairly frequently. Yeah, I was, and and I do like the social yeah. nature of it all. Okay. And so like when wow. I get together with my brother, we go to like the one in Indian and and sit and and watch some football and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but you don't like the actual. Cigar smoking. Mm, no, that's the only part I do like. Oh, uh, okay. Everything else around it, but all that other stuff right. outweighs sometimes, a lot of times, 
the actual act of smoking. All right. All right. And there's some really good ones coming in here. This one says, I fake forgiveness. I've never forgiven anyone in my life. Hmm. Oh. Uh, another one says, I fake being rich around a certain group of friends. Uh-huh. Wow. That's got to be hard at some point. Like, yeah. that uh, You would think eventually either they would know, they would find out, and then judge you for you, you faking it. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a hard one to carry around for well, a I long period the, of time. I bet you the money thing happens a lot, too. Faking money? Like, just, yeah, that you can, you know, keep up with whoever it is you're the with. The Joneses, yeah. that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Steve, we do have audio of that uh, person playing the flute. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> Country um, roads. Another one here says, I fake liking IPAs. I could totally see that because it's a real trendy, mm-hmm. you know, beer uh, or sure. it's, it's a connoisseur, a beer connoisseur's thing. And they just kind of want to pretend uh, like they, they like it, too. I quit doing that. I, I was like, you know, I didn't. No, yeah. I just don't like them. You're just doing <laughs> yourself a disservice at that point. This yeah. is a good one. Preston, check out this text. Uh, this one says. I have faked being allergic to cats so I don't have to go to people's homes that have them. <laughs> Hate cats. Uh-huh. That's from Brian and Marlton. That's pretty That's great. a good listen, yeah. you can you can do the fake allergy thing if mm-hmm. you if you don't care it, it, for it, one thing in particular. It might be harder to simply say I don't like cats. Yes. So at least you're getting away with Yep. Yeah. Uh let's go to Rodney. Hey Rodney, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, it's bulldozer rod. Oh yeah. Bulldozer rod. Nice. My whole life, I grew up, I don't even think my parents or family know to this day, I hate white chocolate. I only ate it. Everybody always got me white chocolate because I wanted to be like my uncle, who was a couple years older. I wanted to be just like him, and he loved it. So I get it and force it down. What's your uncle's name? My uncle's name was Glenn. White chocolate Glenn. (laughs) Uh, I I don't like white chocolate either. I think it tastes too... um, too powdery, too. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it sound it t- has a fake taste to it. I ate it and pretended like I like it was delicious, and I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't stand it. Oh so, my god. So, so they probably still buy me white chocolate. <laughs> you you got to break the cycle, man. It's vicious. All right. Good I luck with that. I probably forgot that I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, Rod. Thanks, okay, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. All right. Man, there's a bunch of people. There's one here, Preston. I don't know if this makes... If this... We really got to... Oh, we got to wrap oh. now. We have a guest in... Casey says we got to wrap right now. This one says... Uh, I won't even say their name. Says he has a porn addiction... Uh, his wife caught him cheating, and he used that as the excuse. Uh-huh. Mm, so he lied about that. All right, interesting. Um, well, listen, thank you for uh, for chiming in. Maybe something to think about. What have you been faking your whole life? There's probably something there. And then, and if you do think of something interesting that you do every day that nobody knows about, yeah. I think that I, maybe it'll trigger the one that made me write that down. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. And, yes, Rick Williams from 6ABC sliding into the 11 p.m. slot will be joining us. So make sure you stay put and be with us. We'll be right back. What's new? Why do you ask? Slash. Seether. Turnstile. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We are happy to have our next guest on. When we had um, uh, Jim Gardner announce you know, that he was retiring, we yes. had Jim on. It was wonderful to talk to him about that. And he's not uh, full-on retired yet, but he's relinquished the 11 p.m. broadcast, the show as they call it. 
And uh, the big question was, who's going to fill the shoes? Well, he's filled the shoes and is in there now for uh, um, a week or so. Please welcome our friend, Rick Williams from 6ABC. Hey, Rick. How you doing, man? Hey. Good. I I would like you guys to call me Mr. Williams from now (laughs) on. Mr. Williams, consider it. It's an honor, (laughs) sir, to have you. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Rick, I know, I know in my heart of hearts what did it and why you were given uh, this particular time slot. It was the dance video that you and Shari Williams <laughs> did together. That, then they said, that's our guy, right? You know, what? I think they probably had second thoughts after they saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim actually got the gig after winning a Watusi contest. So uh, <laughs> it, it, that's how it usually happens. No, it, it's, a, it's a great thing. And... and uh, I mean, I might as well ask, uh, you know, because when Jim eventually does leave the the six o'clock slot, does this make you? Uh, and Jim was holding down both for so long. Does this make you the obvious candidate for that time slot? Um, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, there are, you know, I I, have, I work with a lot of great colleagues, seriously, who would be just as um, competent in yeah. that role, um, and you know. It wouldn't be uncommon to have a set, a different anchor at six and a different one at eleven, even though Jim did both. But right. um, you know, we're, we're gonna wait and see. But I'm just, you know, I'm I'm honored to be able to take over the eleven. You know, to, you know, when you follow a legend, you follow an icon. You know, it's um, you know, it's no small thing. You know, it's like it's like following Paterno or somebody <laughs> like that. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, it, it's just it's it's just um. You know, quite an honor to to be able to do the eleven o'clock after he's done it. You know, for forty years with such competence and such excellence. So, you know, I'm just going to try and maybe pick up where he left off, and hopefully, you know, keep keep it going. I'm not trying to invent the wheel. No, just no. Going, you know, doing the 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 type of news uh, that uh, that he was doing, and I'm you know I still work. I have I have the same producers he had. You got the same people that he worked with, so you know it's. Um, hopefully, the transition is smooth. Um, I've been, I've done it. Uh, let's see. Last night was my fourth night on the eleven, and so far, so good. Well, nice. you're, you're. Listen, this is comfortable territory for you. You've been around. You also, and 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 President and I were were discussing it earlier, just quickly. I mean, you're you you know, Cecily is a dear friend of yours, and and, right. and Deuces. And great. These are people yep. that you 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 have a great chemistry and camaraderie with. So it's got to feel like you know you've been doing it forever. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I when Jim was off, um, you know, I I was the number one fill in. So and and yeah, I already have a, a um, you know a relationship with Cecily and Deuces. So you know, it's the transition has been smooth and. Um, it's just a matter of kind of processing that, hey, this is my show. <laughs> yeah. That this is our, that, um, you know, and and with that comes a lot of, you know, really editorial responsibility. Now, it's not just, you know, sitting in front of a camera, but it's actually also determining, you know, the shape of the news, what the newscast will look like, what the big story is going to be. Um, so it's, you know, it comes with a lot of responsibility as well. So. It's going to be challenging, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun, too. That's awesome. You know what, Rick, and, and uh, when, you know, we're uh, doing a little bit of research to, to chat with you, we've known you for a long, long time, but I, I'm looking into uh, when you got started, uh, so you went to Howard, and uh, yes. 
And then you started in radio. Did you did you go straight into newscasting, or were you doing like a music show, or what? Um. Well, you know, when I was at college at Howard, I I hosted a jazz show. I was oh. a jazz. How about a little Miles Davis for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, and then I switched over to news, and then I um, realized that um, the money was really in TV news, actually. Right. So I did, did some radio news for a while in DC, um, and then um, I switched over to, to television. Worked at little, you know, little, these little podunk TV stations around the DC area, and finally just waited for my big break, which you know, fortunately, I got and. You know, I worked in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. I worked in West Virginia. You know, I was a nomad like a lot of people in our business are. And then ended up in Philadelphia, fortunately, almost uh, 35 years ago. So, yeah, you know, I was 10, you know, when I came to the <laughs> It was amazing that you walked right into this. Like, well, let me ask you, also because you do theater. I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do theater so. stuff. Was theater always a part of your um, your interest? Or, or, or was, was theater that something you developed a little bit later? Uh, so ask me that again. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. No, because I know you're involved in theater as well. And, and oh, yeah. I was just curious as to whether theater was part of your, your earlier, you know, around the time you're doing radio and so on and so forth, or did that develop later? Yeah, well, you know, in college I was a, a, a drama minor. I was a communications major drama minor um, because I, you know, I don't, I, didn't met, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I had a, a, um, I had a stutter, much like, you know, our president of the United States. You right. know, so I... I you know, I had problems with my D's and my T's, and so it was suggested in college that I take a lot of theater classes and do some theater, do some Shakespeare and stuff, and and it really helped. So and and going to theater and performing theater, it just kind of stuck with me, and and even now. Yeah, I I uh, try and do a little community theater in my uh, in my community in, Jer- in Jersey. I've done some plays with my family and my kid and stuff, and it sticks with me. And it really is good for you know for your presentation, for you know for articulation, and and it's also a great escape too because you get to be somebody else. Well, now now, than, you know, now that you're at this revered eleven o'clock slot, I, I I assume you won't be able to do plays like Equus or Hair, no. <laughs> where you have to be naked. For so a lot. I assume that's no, off the I'll table. To, maybe I'll do a cameo here and there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned something earlier, though, Rick, which is interesting, and I and I didn't realize this is still part of the process because I am fascinated by 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 the news industry and movies about you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know network and broadcast news and so on and so forth, yep. and, and just the the genesis of it. Uh, I I didn't realize that that uh, the the lead the anchor will still take, still take an active editorial. A participation in how the broadcast rolls out. You're saying that actually does happen. Oh yeah, and and you know uh, Jim, you know he wasn't just the consummate journalist, but uh, you know he was you know a, a tyrant really in the newsroom. I mean he wanted to make sure you know every story we we ran was fair um, and that was that everything was correct and accurate. And uh, and he was pretty much like the uh, you know almost like the editorial. Um, uh, manager for his newscast he still is at six o'clock um and he was at 11 and so for anybody that was going to you know replace him and not that you can replace him but to fill in once he retired or semi-retired was going to have to take over those reins as well so so yeah it's but it but it's a good thing to be able to have some input 
in in the quality of the stories that you're reading and not just sitting there and reading the teleprompter, right? But right. Actually, deciding what was the order of the stories, what was the big story, what stories should maybe go in the second block, what stories should go in the first block. Um, so it's you know it, it it's a it's a great opportunity, but also yeah, it, it gives gives me not just uh, you know being in front of the camera, but having some say in the content of, of Action News as well, which is which is pretty cool. Well, those are some big shoes to fill. I'm sure you'll do an excellent job. But, Steve, when I worked in TV, there were, um, you know, specific anchors. You had to get the scripts to them, like, on time, yep. like, way ahead of time because right. they were doing things like this. And then you knew the anchors where you could be like, oh, you could just give them to them. Right <laughs> <laughs> or just teleprompter readers. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because one of the things I and I, I've commented uh, and, and told him to his face, Jim, that, uh, you know, that uh, I said, you know, listen, uh, I like the concept of of giving us the information and letting us decide how we process it. It's right. so it's so uncommon these days in just the way stories are framed, what's reported and what isn't. Everything has an angle and a bias. It's so refreshing when you get the information and and gosh, and you say this this news crew, these news people trust me to make a decision based on my opinion and move along. And not everything needs to have an opinion. Sometimes, you know, just, just just the story itself with the facts delivered has the impact. And I think that's that's how you gain the trust that you guys have had over these many decades. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so many different outlets that people can turn to for news. Yes. You know, some of it legit, some of it not, you know, with Facebook or whatever. Um but, you know, we like to think that Action News is the place where you can turn to, whether it's 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and you know that we will tell you the news of the day in a, in a fair way, uh, in a factual way, with integrity, um, and, that, and, 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 and there's no slant. You know, there's no, you know, liberal slant, no conservative slant. It's just, it is what it is. This is what happened. Here's the facts. And... You know, and take it and, um, you know, do with it as you will. Yeah, but, um, and that's great because I'm sure you get no one that believes that you guys are leaning one way or the other. Any <laughs> that, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Right. <laughs> oh, God, no, that would never. Never. And it's, never, it's, no. we, we've talked about, you know, we've talked about you could post a, a picture or a story about Snuggles the Fabric Softener Bear. And and yep. the third comment down will be somebody accusing you of being Hitler, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> uh, so so uh, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. But I, I like that approach. And and uh, again, you know, so so with this, and I know there's some uh, you know uh, changes happen, but there is that comfort to seeing you and seeing um, you uh, uh, take this position. I want to ask you, since you were doing the ten o'clock, you know, as well, mm-hmm. uh, it's not much of a shift, but do, you know. Uh, do you have to change things a little bit? Are you, you know, do you have to adjust your schedule just a little bit because it's kind of in the same wheelhouse? Yeah, it's you know, I, I, um, you know, when I did the ten o'clock, I was there with Shari, so you know, I have a co-anchor. This is the first time I'm actually doing a newscast solo on a regular basis. So, uh-huh. so for me, you know, it's going to mean a couple more bottles of Red Bull, I think. You know? <laughs> Because, uh, you know, you can't rely on, you know, a co-anchor to, you know, to, to, you know, when they're reading the stories and you have some time to, you know, to swallow or, you know, or right. read the stories. Sure. And to, to sort of hide so it. it takes a, it's a little bit more, a little bit more energy, I think, for, for that out. And, you know, and, and a lot of people are, are already in bed by 11 o'clock. And so it's up to me to, you know, still have that energy while 
while people are watching you. And yeah, so I'll be I'll be um, drinking my energy drinks to keep it. In in Brock, there there are people that that don't work in the industries that we work in that that will never <clears throat> understand the itty bitty things like that little cough right. I just had right there. That that little yeah. cough I had to clear my throat because if I would have kept on speaking, it would have gotten right. stuck in my throat, and I had to clear my throat uh, every morning. Uh, after we do the bizarre file, I eat an apple. It's my we we do you know almost oh, yeah. five hours here, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I eat it ravenously fast because we have a commercial break and then we come right back and then and sometimes during that commercial break, I'll have a live commercial to do. And if I've been eating an apple, I guarantee you I will need to burp during that sixty seconds that I'm doing a live commercial. And there are things that I rely on with these other guys here that you can see, you can hear it in my voice. Yeah. It's your turn to take over. I know the cue. I need just right. like five seconds, you All know. Right. But you're not gonna have that. <laughs> well, uh, may I may I suggest then? Why, and you may be the only um, uh, anchor to do this. It might be a revolution. Introduce Little Rick, who is a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy. Right, you have your hand. Sits, <laughs> hand puppet or something. Right, right next to you. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, actually, I, now that I think about that, that probably would hurt the whole broadcast. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah, don't do that. The integrity. Well, well, you know, maybe I can just like you know have like a, a cue with Cecily, and then if I have to cough, I can just the weather, the weather, the weather, No, you 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 guys have such a great re- relationship, and it's like Jim and and Cecily uh, as well, you know. So you, this has got this well, has got to be great for her as well. Yeah, you guys did uh, mornings together, right? Yeah. We did mornings together. We do the parade every year together. Um, so I mean, she's cr- probably one of my closest friends at Six ABC. So. It's the double bonus to yeah. to be able to, you know, to work with her every night at eleven o'clock, and um, you know she laughs at my jokes <laughs> regardless of how they are, and I laugh at hers sometimes. So so yeah, so it's you know it, it, it's great that I can you know be able to work with her. Yeah, you know, we were on mornings first, right? We did, you know, five o'clock, and and yeah, and I'll spend every uh, every night from eleven to eleven thirty with her as well. So sure. it's. Let me awesome. let me ask you: Has Mike over there uh, insisting now that you both you uh, you cannot go water skiing together because you can't have <laughs> you can't have your staff I, out injured? She she keeps trying to get me to go water skiing, uh, and I keep reminding her that um, I'm not deuces. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I'll stay around. Right? He didn't do he didn't do that well. He did okay. Uh, no, he. Nope, he did. It was a challenge, and um, he probably had some regrets. But now she's all into skiing and, and yeah. snowboarding and stuff, and she keeps trying to get me to go up to the Poconos with her and, and try it. And I'm like, you know what? I just got this gig. I don't need to show up on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> do you look Do you look forward to the day when her hip finally gives out and she just has to <laughs> calm down yeah. a little bit? Because yeah. what all has she tried to get you to do? To run, to ski, water, yeah. snow ski, boxing, what else? Exactly. She, you know, and I've, I've tried to get her to try, you know, Krav Maga. Yeah. You know, right. So, yeah. Uh, but she has, tr- she has talked me, or tried to talk me into, yeah, the, the doing the, uh, she's, she's a big swimmer. Yeah. So she's invited me over to her pool, which I, <laughs> I keep turning her down. So I know as soon as I get there, she's like, let's switch, let's swim laps. You know, let's do the, <laughs> so uh, anything outdoors you know she's what? into. Yeah. Um, so, you know what, I'll, one of these days I'll surprise you and I'll show up. You should have her. You should give her a role in your uh, community theater. You should. Uh-huh. Make, you should get her to do that. 
That would be great. You that know, would be great. Here's yeah. what you can do. I got the show. Perfect. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> With you as the Richard Burton role and her, it, it would be great. It would be one of those career-defining like moments. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's very cool. And we're very happy for you that all this is going on. Yeah, Thank man. you. Uh, so, yeah, we just wanted to basically congratulate you and uh, and just, you know, uh, see see where the direction is going to go, and it sounds like you got it. Uh, you know, f- so far so good. You're just you're just dipping your yep. toe in the water, but I mean, you're right. a pro, so you're going to be great, man. But we want to say congratulations. Thank you, I appreciate it, and um, it's always nice to have you guys in my corner. So I, I appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Rick. Congratulations, right. yeah. it's here for Rick Williams, guys. Hey. Six well ABC. We'll see you, man. That is cool. Yep, it's really cool. Good for him. I wasn't sure who was going to get it. I thought maybe, you know, it was between him and Brian Taff and... and uh, They're all good. And yeah. uh, Matt O'Donnell and uh, and all those guys. But uh, some, like he said, big shoes to fill. Yeah. I mean, he's doing great. So, um, you know what? what? After, since we just had uh, Rick on, I'm not an anchor, but I am a noticer. <laughs> oh! I did notice a oh couple my, of things. Just seeing a noticer in one show? Yeah, yeah, I think you know, so. You just made a guest appearance and Nick has something to say I noticed. Well, I want to notice something after you start noticing. Okay. Nick wants to notice something but after you, you're noticing. You let me know when it's okay to notice. You just oh. let Nick know. I think you should go first. All right. Well, I the notice who notices that Nick should probably go first. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Cecily Tynan, and I noticed because I follow her on uh, social media that the lines at the ski slopes were really long yesterday. And so I'm curious because I haven't been skiing yet this year uh, if anybody else has noticed really long lines. Well, it was they're, because they're yesterday... They're short-staffed. Yesterday was a holiday. holiday yeah. yeah. And I, I was thinking about going this weekend because uh, I'm, I'm, I was hoping to go up to the Poconos, so I'm just uh, curious if anyone else has noticed that. Back to you, Noticer. Okay. All right. Uh, I didn't notice that, but I did notice this. Uh, auction House uh, Sotheby's Dubai has uh, unveiled a diamond uh, that is... Actually, it's from space, they're saying. What? A space diamond? Yeah, they called the... It's called the 555 carat... 555.55 carat black diamond believed to have come from outer space. It is called the Enigma. Wait a second. That's my high school ring. Uh, It is so cool. Kathy, have you seen this? The Enigma. It's a black diamond. It is uh, a rare gem that was shown off on Monday to journalists as part of a tour in Dubai and Los Angeles before it is due to be auctioned off in February uh, in London. Uh, Sotheby's expects the diamond to be sold for at least five million British Whoa. pounds or six point eight million dollars. It's badass. Uh, isn't it cool? Yeah. yeah, it's really unique looking. Look up on the wow. uh, the monitor here. So, and where was this acquired from? Um, it was found. Hang on a second here. Well, let's uh, let's go a little further into the the story here. Uh, so, Sophie Stevers, a jewelry specialist at Sotheby, said uh, the number five bears an important significance to the diamond, which has fifty five facets as well. Uh, the I shape of the diamond is based on the Middle Eastern palm symbol for the Kamza, which stands for strength, and it stands for protection. Uh, and Kamza in Arabic means five. Um, so with the um, car- Carbonado diamonds, she said, we believe that they were formed through extraterrestrial origins wow. with meteorites colliding with the Earth and either forming chemical vapor disposition or indeed coming from the meteorites themselves. I thought so. Uh, black diamonds, also known as carbonado, are extremely rare and are found naturally only in Brazil and Central Africa. So we're, we're, the belief is, is that obviously, this. so you said extraterrestrial origins, so it, it came in vis-a-vis... Uh, whatever, whether it was an asteroid that hit the Earth or uh, yeah, a meteor, um, 
but wow, well, look at the size of this thing. It is enormous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the cosmic origin theory is based on their carbon isotopes and high hydrogen hydrogen uh, content. But I mean, it's really big. It's what would you say, the size of a large egg, maybe? Basically, yeah. Really yeah. Egg? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a double XL. Essentially, everything came from space, though, right? I know some of my clothes did. <laughs> right. I mean, they did. Yeah, your, yeah. Your clothes came from space. But and... in this case, though, you're, you're dealing with something that, you know, diamonds do form here on Earth, right. obviously. I, uh, I this, need to... This one came in uh, special order. I need to be... I, I, somebody needs to explain things to me in a way where I can I maybe appreciate it a little bit more. Would you like, like me to get my CNC? No, because, like, uh, when I was in the Grand Canyon, we did, you know, these cool little um, hikes and stuff like that, and they were talking about... You know, the, the layers of the canyon right. and uh, different color layers. And, like, this is, you know, five billion and, you know, a million years old. And I'm like, the various oh. strata. Like, isn't everything here five billion years old? Like, the f- yeah, but the ability to see those things is right. not uh, evident all the time. So right. you're, you're looking at something that's, you know, four billion years old at the bottom of the Grand Canyon because uh, of erosion and, and um, you know, uh, uplift and things like that. Right. Normally, that would be buried in, and out of sight. I have a good book for you. You can get it on uh, uh, audiobook. It's a brief history of nearly everything. It's a guy named Bill Bryson wrote it, and it's literally a history of the entire universe explained in a way like dummies can understand. Like, okay. There you go. Yeah. Like a universe for dummies. Yeah. It's not that yeah. I don't understand. It's that I don't I, initially I don't appreciate it. Don't impress me much. I, I need an explanation that makes sense to me. <laughs> well, and, okay. So I was talking about faking things. When I was there, like, I was with my cousin, and he was like, wow. Like, and he was... Yeah. You know, and I was jealous of his. You're going so what? His appreciation. Yeah, his Show me appreciation something. Of it all. Yeah. yeah, I was big really... hole in the ground. So what? <laughs> but it was cool, and I dug really dug the beauty and the majesty of it all. Isn't there yeah. beauty throughout the universe? Yeah. So what makes it special? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying, but you get yourself in that sort of. Uh, I, I find it all fascinating, you know. But it's this thing is pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I've never seen anything like this that looks. And you're saying what we were seeing was cut, correct, Preston? That that yeah. it's already been yeah. cut. Yeah, those are the I guess the facets. I assume are the are the you know the the little sections that they cut on it. The very facet. The facets are the faces. Sure. Uh, each, yeah, each edge, each side. Yeah. So I assume yeah. that it was cut that way. Yeah, because yeah. it has 55 of them. So uh, anyhow, uh, Casey won't be bidding on that because it's not very impressive. <laughs> well, I don't have that kind of money. All right. So uh, this might impress these people. Might bid on it. Um, I noticed this as well. Uh, seven-year-old YouTuber Anastasia Redzinskaya. Or as her viewers know her as uh, Nastya, raked in $28 million last year for making videos about decorating Halloween cupcakes and learning to tell time. Seven years old. Seven years old. How much? Uh, $28 million. 20, all right, so make me understand this. I will. Does uh, this, do, are we saying her net from last year mm-hmm. was $28 million? Yeah. I believe so. Uh, I don't know if it was gross or net, yeah. but but it's still made, astonishing, yeah. right? Um, and she she's was the fifth most viewed channel on YouTube. Yes, and uh, she's the only female, I believe, on the top ten list. Twenty uh, Forbes, yeah, eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. She was born with cerebral palsy. And uh, doctors fear that she would never be able to speak. And to document her development, her parents shared videos on YouTube for friends and family, uh, quickly winning the hearts of followers around the world. Uh, she hit. Big in uh, with the 2018 trip to a petting zoo uh, with her dad, Yuri, uh, which was set to Baby Shark. Uh, and a year later, she boasted 107 million subscribers. Wow. Across seven channels. Wow. 
and debuted at number three on the Forbes Top Earning YouTube Stars of 2019 ranking, which tallies uh, pre-tax income. So there it okay. goes. It's gross. Gross. Okay. Uh, collected it's from. Gross. Uh, <laughs> that is so gross. Uh, advertisement, sponsor content, merchandise, sales, tours, and etc. So, um, you know, you're looking at look at uh, major stars. You know, Hollywood superstars. Yeah, you you'd be hard pressed to find ones that that pull that kind of loot in. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 Do you have the whole list, or is, is it just I have about her? ten of them here? I think. I'm just wondering. So, one that I sort of I watched um, because Jace used to like him when he was little, when he was a baby, and I watched this kid uh, have a line in Target, and he just. Uh, but it's Ryan's World. Is he on that list? Ryan's World is is he the the, no. the toy? Oh, Ryan uh, Kaja. Yeah. K-A-J-I. Yes, he is on here. How much? Uh, he made $27 million. <laughs> he, I mean, he. so we would watch his videos because he would get these toys. It started out as like, remember those unwrapping? Like the kids Unboxing would Unboxing videos. Yeah. yeah. So like he would get the toy. And, and then he would rate them, right? Well, no, he would he would set them up. So like he had, I remember specifically this one, he had a spy kit. So he set right. the whole like spy set up in his kitchen yeah. and him and his mom or him and his dad would, would play, actually play the game. Right. And Jace would watch it and he came to me. He's like, I want this toy. I went, I bought it, you know, whole thing. And I mean, that wasn't his. That was right. him opening opening up and and playing these different toys these different games but he came he ended up coming up with his own line and it's still in target yeah. 20 uh 26 million you said uh 27 million um there's a, a show that uh my kids started watching when they were really young it's called good mythical morning Rhett and link are the hosts and they made 30 million dollars last year oh my God. <laughs> and they're listen it's entertaining uh as a parent i would sit there and go okay these guys are putting together right. good content. This is creative. It's funny. So we assume uh, they're that- using they're using uh, it's good conversation. And I'm like, okay, these guys are earning their money. You know. So your average show on Nickelodeon, I'm sure the people who work for that make thirty million dollars. Sure, <laughs> yeah. of course, of course they do. But this but, is that's retina uh, length that we're okay. Looking at Those here, guys yeah. aren't at the top because they they're older. Ha- no, because they have to split it. Or uh, oh, I, oh. I don't know where this uh, list is going. Uh, yeah, these are okay. A Forbes catalog of top earning creators of 2021. Okay, number. I'll, I'll go in order. Yeah, here, oh, so you okay. can follow along. Mr. Beast was number one with 54 million. Jake Paul was number two with 45 million. Markiplier, the guy I told you about that Caroline yes. loves uh-huh. and watches daily, made 38 million. Rhett and Link made 30 million. Unspeakable was 28.5 million. Uh, Ryan, the kid that Kathy was talking about, made 27 million. The gang at Dude Perfect made 20 million last year. Wow. That still holds on, man. Logan Paul, 18 million. So both Paul brothers on And there. Preston Erzament. Uh, made $16 million. And what do you think their production team is like? So they probably have a decent staff. Uh, yeah. If you look at anything to put on a show, at the level that they're putting it on, right. it's pretty substantial. Also, to the content demand skips up, so you have to have a staff in place. This isn't. This is no longer... Some you know, mom and dad are sitting at the kitchen table when you're talking that kind of money coming in, you damn well better have a staff. I don't see a staff of more than... Ten people, yeah, right, right? Right? No, I mean, no, for, no. For these production, you don't values, need that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, thirty-eight million dollars. Imagine your boss is a seven-year-old. Yeah. Seriously, I uh, was hoping to take the uh, the holidays off. <laughs> right, right. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's incredible. Uh, it's it's absolutely amazing that that the money that they can pull in. And I don't. But know you got to work for it. I mean, yep. it's now it's. It, it, the the amount of of manpower of of physical uh, you know time and all that stuff compared to somebody who's you know fixing toilets or whatever may be essentially the same. It's conceivable, but the the entertainment value and all that stuff is just 
Well, I think you just came up with your new show. Yeah. You attempt to fix toilets. Oh, you'd love yeah. to see that, wouldn't you? <laughs> That'd right. be a pretty good show. Your wife could do it. Yeah. Good. Yep. Topless. She's got big boobs, too. <laughs> um, some of these kids, like Ryan was so cute when he was little, um, but like some of this stuff, I, I've said this before that Jace watches now, I'm like, turn it off or put headphones in because I can't listen to their voice anymore. <laughs> so what, 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 what is he listening to now? Is it a lot, lot of South American snuff films? No, you know what? And I, I I did this last time. I forget the freaking name of it, but it's some video gamer and... Like a Twitch channel. Oh, my yeah. God, all they do so is annoying. scream, right, Kat? Scream. That's, well, that's all they do is scream. That's what Markiplier does. He's he's very oh, loud. You know, if you, you watch extremely loud. Do you watch Mythic Quest? Uh yeah. Yeah, the yeah, kid. Yeah, the kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much exactly, exactly based on And it yeah. was and it was they were banking on this kid liking their game. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was just going to be the springboard that they needed to make it happen. So sometimes, I mean, because they've, they've got millions of people listening yeah. to them. Jesus. They can move so much product and that they're in the value. It's crazy. Right there, so. There's um there's one that he doesn't watch anymore. Thank God. <laughs> uh I can't think of the name of the, the family, but their song, they came out with songs. Their song is Party in the Elevator. Oh, you mentioned this. Uh, did I mention this yeah, last Party time? Party okay. in the Elevator and you hated I can't, it. Oh my god. Wait, I am trying to find the name of, of the people, but they were a screaming family. It wasn't even just one person. The dad started it, I guess, mm-hmm. and then it was a screaming video game playing family. So the so is where's like Jojo Siwa in this in this is Not she there? On the list. Isn't that wild? Casey, what have you tried to do to to you know boom? To, to I know because you've, you've you've I've seen you try to to put videos together and you're like just hoping that this one will be the viral video that takes off. I don't know. I mean, I just try and have a a little bit of fun, create a little bit of content. Um, but what I don't have is originality. So if you look at anything that I've done. Uh, it's, it's kind of a riff. I'm not sure you need down there. I'm not sure you need originality, yeah. especially case with with uh, TikTok. That I, I see, especially, and that's all I really do is the general, you know, stream that's coming in. Yeah, we and see all one it is, person do just... something, and the next seventy people are doing the exact, exact same, same thing. thing, and and it's a different take on different on take, yeah, whatever audio that they're using, to, and they'll you know, even the use video over and Preston. They'll use the actual original VO audio. From the first person who did it and just moved oh, yeah. their mouth oh, to yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like that. I saw that. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like going, hey, it's I why... just I just directed a movie called The Godfather, Preston. It, it's, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it boils down to. Okay. You don't me, get it. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. I don't get it. Don't There's a lot it. of things I don't get. There's some things I get, but there's a lot of things <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> You were never meant to get everything. By the way, the family is, uh, their name is FGTV. Yeah, FM. And his real name, it says, his real name is Skip McGigglson. No, it's not. No, it is not. Uh, I'm just reading off Google. Okay. His real name is Skip McGigglson? (laughs) I don't think so. No, it's not. Uh, my daughter has a video that has like hundreds of thousands of views on it. Yeah. What was it again? Wait, and I tried to I find know. it, but I couldn't find her. But I guess you don't want to give her thing out. I don't know. We'll do I'd have to there. ask her if that was okay to do that. But, but yeah. like um, Mr. Peanut, uh, he posted a video, and it's uh, the, the the voiceover is you know oh you know I guess you're wondering how I got here you know it's and it's a voiceover from yeah. uh, some animated movie and and our Mr. Peanut or the actual Mr. Peanut? No, our Mr. Peanut. Okay. Uh, Mike. And the real it's, one. it's got tens of thousands of views on it, and it's, like, really, really cool. But that doesn't necessarily translate over to followers. 
Right, so like you could right. have you could have a viral video, and right. you could still only have a few hundred followers. It, it is or, the followers yeah. that, that actually is what they want to see, and that's how you can monetize it. Yes, um, you know, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a crazy, wild world. I, I, I think you a lot of these people have to be immersed in this constantly. You you were talking it's a thing we talked about actually a few months ago, Preston, about living with a uh, an influencer or a or a social media yeah. star. And how they're forever actually living in that world. They're mm-hmm. not in the real world living a real life. They're always, it's always a content moment, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, and I was asking earlier about, you know, kind of production teams. And, and, and I, I'm sure that these started very organically. No production teams whatsoever. And, sure. uh, you know, so, like, the things that I do are shot on an iPhone and I'm, Editing them. You are on, the production I team. I am the production team. <laughs> yeah. And like, so I did this video, the, the you know, Eagles thing um, uh, on Sunday. And it took me, <laughs> I don't even know, like. Rough estimate. <laughs> rough estimate, 45 minutes. Yeah. I, you know, it was a whole bunch of costume changes. And then all I did is I, you know, but, you know, like, I, it's, I have meager uh, uh, technology that I'm using here. Doesn't matter. And. But, you know, it was also fun, and it was a time killer. I was like, you know, I was just watching pregame football. Yeah. It was 11 o'clock. I hopped up, grabbed a whole bunch of clothes out of my, my closet, went downstairs, shot this thing, and then I sat on my recliner, and I edited it for, I don't even know, maybe it took a half hour or something like that. You can tell it didn't take very much. You know, the, I like uh, how your dog appears and disappears. Dude, Fozzie's like, what the F are you doing? <laughs> and I actually had to uh, lock Reggie away because he would have been... He was at, well, he, he, he wanted to create a credit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he wanted to create a credit. But, you know, like, I, I do it for myself. I do it for my friends, you know, and, you know, anybody that uh, I don't necessarily. Uh, Wait, have, how do you edit this? Um, uh, what do you mean? I mean how did you, you edit these you things? Edit the did you use iMovie? Uh, well, so what I, so it, everything is in slow motion, and yeah. I had to do that because when I was doing it in real time, I couldn't uh, get the, the effect that I wanted. So, um, I basically, I just left the camera rolling the entire time. So it was probably 12 to 15 minutes of, of raw footage. Yeah. And I would just clip it to the point where my, I know, but oh, wait, you just what, kept it rolling. Yeah. Did you, did you use oh, iMovie? Uh, iMovie on yeah. my, on my oh, phone. Okay. did it, it on iMovie. It's yeah. very, it's astonishingly easy. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were using, if, if, uh, Instagram had, uh, editing tools. They Instagram do. does. Uh, TikTok does. They all have their, yeah. But I'm not as good with those editing tools that I am with the, the iMovie. And, you know, it's probably old dog syndrome going on here. Um, there probably is a, an easier way well, to do it right there on. The uh, on the uh, iMovie, and so what I do for the audio is I take the audio from YouTube, I screen capture that audio, and then I just use, and then you port the video over, but only the audio. Got all that? Yeah, Yeah. you got all that. Here's what happens: no matter how quickly I, Kathy, so did I, (laughs) and I was talking. Am I still talking? (laughs) Were you talking to me all this time? Anybody but else like, see sorry, that? Sorry, I stopped listening to myself like three minutes ago. <laughs> Did anybody like, else don't... see that video of uh, the family in the ice cream store? And they came in and they started singing to the people behind the counter. And and so, uh, Casey, like your stuff is innocuous and it's fine and it's fun and it doesn't bother me. But the, I think the people that are out there explicitly looking for people to pay attention to them, it was a production in an ice cream store where, yeah. where they were singing, I don't know, something yeah. to the people behind the counter. And there's a whole bunch of other people in the store 
And you're just like, man, shut the hell up. I'll, I'm just here to get ice cream. And that type of thing where they're see- here, they, it's on the big screen in the, in the studio here. These people are out seeking attention, and they want everybody to pay attention to them at all times. And see, when so you talk you about them, I just hate when people are constantly <laughs> yeah. craving attention. Uh, you should do a channel where you walk around hating these people. I, it, Nick, what kills me is, and you'll see it now more as things are opening back up again. You saw it throughout the summer. I, I there were like three or four times I saw somebody. You know, doing an Instagram video, clearly doing an Instagram video or a TikTok video or an obedient boyfriend for an Instagram model oh, as you're yeah. moving. Yeah. Right. You see it. You see it. I'm not going to say all the time. You, yeah. see, you could go anywhere yeah. and find somebody doing yeah, yeah. something for Instagram. I saw it yesterday at the gym, but uh, there's a follow that I like. Oh, the, that the gym videos, for <laughs> Christ's sake. Go ahead. Um, no, but there's a, there's an Instagram handle that I follow called Influencers in the Wild, yeah. and it's funny, and it's just people capturing other people <laughs> trying to do these. Could- you can Dance send videos. the video in, yeah, and, yeah. and like they post it. It's always somebody you know from afar. I love that. Videos. And the one yeah. I saw yesterday, Kath, was really funny. It was these people like doing this dance in front of maybe like a museum or something like that, and then they just kind of pan over, and there are these like two old people going like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that person's making thirty-five million dollars making <laughs> right? a little video. Yeah. You Seriously, know? yes, I don't really know. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, if you don't uh, do social media, maybe you can create an app. I noticed this. We were talking about uh, Wordle, right? We mentioned that. Uh, You're playing it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing it. Uh, Casey sent me the link over, and it's just once a day. And I play word games. Yeah. Like I told you, my my most used app is my Scrabble app on my my phone. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll play it. But um, if you're not familiar with it, it's a it's a word game. And there was another years old app that had the same name. And the developer was a guy named Steven Cravada, and he created his uh, Word app five years ago, and it never really took off. Uh, He even stopped updating it after months. But in recent weeks, the popularity of his app surged due to users searching for the Wordle game. Oh, really? And so, yeah, his was a different app, but had the same name. Uh, and I don't know how you can do that. How you can have an app of the well, well, because the the Wordle game is a website, not an app. And so You're he right. had an app, and and I he probably I probably downloaded his app, and I can't actually find it anymore because well, my well, daughter was asking me where the app was, and I can't find it. Do on you know the app what store. happens a tremendous amount of times if you're like if you're if you go to download an app, you're instructed, you get something that says go download the app. When you do a search for the app, the first two or three app options are never exactly well, the one you're looking they're for. They're the ads, right? They're yeah. the ads yeah. that yeah and that which annoys the f out of me. Yeah, it right. is annoying. Uh, so this guy has seen a surge of uh, people downloading his app due to the popularity of the the online Is it, game is it a similar game? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so instead of profiting from it though, uh, he is going to donate the proceeds to a charity specializing in children's tutoring and mentoring. Awesome. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, that he's doing that. So, and, and I guess because I don't know if the if the app doesn't work anymore or if because uh, he quit updating it. Uh, but it was five years ago, so yeah. he's kind of reeling off the success of this other thing. Nick, have you tried the Wordle? Uh, I've not. Yet? I'm no. surprised because you're uh, you like words. You like words. Do like words. <laughs> I do like words. words. You're a big fan of language. I do like words, and I also like letters. Yeah, yeah. So like, you would think that I would be into it, but uh, just not yet. I'm sure I'll, I'll uh, get around to it at some point. I can't imagine what it's like having to run an app successfully. I have, I have a friend who had had. Who developed one here locally? It was it was a uh, different version of a dating app. Yeah, it was more uh, video based, and 
he had a mild amount of success in Philadelphia, and it was he has another job. This was a side project. It was so overwhelming and time consuming. He had to bail on it. You no know? kidding. And it just it was a lot. It's just way too much. By the way, uh, with Wordle. Uh, I'm going to use a phrase from Casey, and I'm calling no fair. Uh-huh. Because uh, we just, my, my wife and I just started playing it. And uh, the way that it works, I asked Casey, are there ever any words that have double letters in them? And you said yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah That's not fair. That's no fair. I know. That's it, flat out no fair. They, so Meaning it, that if you guess a letter, it will only give you one. One. That's not right. Yeah. That's that would not and, be the case. And that, if you're playing Wheel of Fortune or or Hangman, you would get all the letters. You would get all that letter, and yes. it highlights the letter that you've used as already used. So you you will That's, naturally not try to assume that that letter is going to be in there twice. And I've, I call no fair. Thing. And there's a lot of words out there. Yeah, we can go with. Lots of words that don't have double uh, letters in them. Well, the only way around that is to guess words that have double letters in them, like right off the bat. But you don't want to do that. Like the, no. the really the strategy, especially with that first so word, eliminate letters. It, it, yeah, and that first, the very first word is not only eliminate letters, but like eliminate pretty well, common letters. I'm like coming for you. I was saying to R S T L N A. Yeah, I, I like to with that, Nick Nick Murphy. I was explaining. I like to have an A and an E in the first word. That I choose. I try not to have an S in the first word because they don't use plurals a lot. I should have used that as a stupid question. I just said it on uh, uh, on Wheel of Fortune and the final uh, puzzle. What are the letters they give you? Right. R-S-T-L-N-A. Yeah. yeah. I was so, listen, I, and I texted you guys, and you were so uninterested, but I was so <laughs> proud of what you I got did. Yeah, I really didn't care. On I, Sunday morning. I definitely didn't at all at like yeah, 8 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, making a big deal about it on the, on the listen, text messages. The word on Sunday was manic. No, no, panic. Just another manic no, no, Sunday. No, no, no. It was panic. And my my first guess was manic. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, and I ended up getting it in two, which is really impressive. <laughs> that but is amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, so I texted you guys. I got zero response. My wife was I like. Would, I, I would have, but I was eating oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I understand. I understand. I, sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyhow, this uh, this guy has the same name. It's an app, so don't download that app. It's no. not the game. The game is online, uh, and you can do a search again. It's a it's a um, it's out of the UK. It's a dot uh, co dot uk. Yep. Uh, if you are interested, it is a fun word game. Uh, the only disappointing part is you can only play once a day. It's one word, and oh. that's it. And you're that's going to change. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. You know. The other cool thing is that so Nick Murphy plays, and he is colorblind, and they actually have a version for colorblind people. So oh. it's you know, by taste. It's not, not what by does the taste. Color have to do with it. So because when you get a letter, when you guess a letter in the right spot, it uh, highlights green. And uh, bl- colorblind people have troubles with greens and, and reds and stuff. So uh, can't, they, can't they see that it's changed a color, though? No, oh, but it, green means yes, red means you got it wrong. No, no red means nothing. It's green really means just... that the letter is correct and in the correct place. Gold means the letter is in the word but not in the correct place. Okay, see? so there's a Gray lot of means colors. that the letter is not in the word at all. But I don't know where greens, yellows, and grays are. Uh, I don't Lucky know. Lucky with each other? Yeah. Confused with each other? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't either. I think it's different for different people. Yeah, I I believe you are correct about that. Okay, well, uh, that's all I have time to notice. Oh, that's it? Yep, yep. So we got to wrap that up. Notice has got to wrap it up. Yep, notice has got to go. Notice has got to go. He's banging Mrs. (laughs) Claus. Who, as we've learned, goes by the name Annabelle. Yes, that is Got to go bang Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle. Uh, (laughs) We're... 
Uh, Santa's got to go. Can I give away one of these? Yes, please do. All right, I want to give away a pair of tickets for an upcoming uh, Villanova men's basketball game. If you're interested, uh, be caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. It is from Delaware Valley Honda Dealers, proud partners of Villanova basketball. This is your local dealer for a great deal today. Go Cats. So caller number 10, 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. Please welcome from the Pearl Jam, Mr. Jeff Amit to the program. The Preston and Steve Show had a long interview with Pearl Jam bassist Jeff Amit about his skate park projects, musical documentaries, and that burning question that's bothering all Pearl Jam fans. We look forward to being in Philly again. Hopefully, hopefully it happens here in 22. We're, we're ready. Miss you. Right, miss you. Find the podcast now at PrestonandSteve.com. All right, here we go. Bizarre file time. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by King Shooters, King of Prussia, Indoor Range. Now open Sundays, noon to 6 p.m., kingshooters.com. We'll start with this one. Um, too much of a good thing, I think, happened with this woman, a 24-year-old woman in California. Wanted to get her money's worth at an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet. So she had 32 sushi rolls. Oh Whoa. my god. That's got to So like got to flood your system, like right? A roll yeah. We'll get you like eight big pieces of sushi. Wow. 32. She had 32 oh, rolls is what it said. How many rolls do you think you could eat? You know what? Uh, dude, two and I'm full. Yeah. You know, and and uh, like two whole rolls myself would be enough. Yeah. If I'm really feeling you, I can maybe like do another half to three quarters of a roll and that, I mean, I'm absolutely She had 32. Stuffed. She yeah. had 32 rolls. I could probably do three. Um, afterwards, she complained of stomach pain. <laughs> what? kidding. She was yeah. rushed to the hospital. Uh, the diagnosis was uh, severe acid reflux, which took her several days to recover from. Oh. Uh, so next time you order that 30-second sushi roll, remember the tale of caution of this woman in California. You know, I th- I, I'm, I'm flirting with the notion now of, of trying a, a deep dive into sushi to, to, to give it a shot. Okay, Go well, let's it. do this together. Then. Yeah. Well, you know, Dr. Mike is supposed to take, and he has a place he has in mind. I don't know if it's still all, but it was prior to the pandemic. But I, I would try it. I mean, I know I love people who love it. And I'll be honest if I don't like it, but it, it looks interesting. Well, you start gotta, with you stuff you already try. like. Like, start with salmon and things that are already so, in your palate, and yeah. you'll be fine. To that point, Nick, yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. A salmon I adore. I, I, there's now fish that I really do enjoy. But smoked salmon, yeah. I had for the first, or at least what I believed to be the first time, and I liked it. Yeah, just go. go to a place that has more than just sushi. So just in case. like, if you went to like Well, if you went to like an Aussie <laughs> or something like that, you know, okay. they, they um, you right. could do more than just that. So okay. if you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't for me, you just order something else. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Uh, so the residents of a Swedish village named Fuki, spelled F-U-C-K-E. Ah. I think that's how you pronounce it, or if it's something else, I'm not going to flirt Don't, with it. No, no, no. I have decided to change its name after they've become fed up with people censored with with being censored when uh, writing about their lives on Facebook. What did they become? Ass liquor. Uh, so <laughs> it was found on Sweden's high coast. The small hamlet is made up of just eleven properties. It sits on the banks of the uh, Fuksijon or Fuki Lake. Yes, it's all dangerous. Yeah, and is within walking distance of another small settlement, which is called Hump, found on the banks uh, uh, on the banks of Humpjon. I don't think this is an accident here. June. Yeah. Uh, according to the Institute of Language and Folklore, the earliest records of Fuki date back to 1547, 
where it is described as being by a lake situated very high up on a hillside with very steep fields. Uh, but despite the historic roots, homeowners in Fuki are fed up with, especially with the posts being censored on Facebook when they try to write about it on social media. And now they have united in sending the, an application to the National Land Survey of Sweden to change the village's name to Dalsro, which means Quiet Valley. So, you know, you can make some money off of That's it. Like thinking. if you go to Intercourse here in Pennsylvania, yeah. you know, I mean, they, this is, they make money off of that. Yep, you are correct. Uh, I love this story. Pope Francis has long lamented that he can't walk around unnoticed. Uh, like he used to before becoming Pope. Dude, it's ponderous. Uh, but he seems to have nevertheless kept his sense of humor after he was caught on camera making an unannounced visit to a Rome record shop. Ah. Like he just strolled in there. Kid you not. Francis wrote a note to the Vatican reporter who happened to be in the right place at the right time on Tuesday evening. Excuse when me, the, where are the white stripes? Uh, when the Pope slipped out of the Vatican to bless the newly renovated stereo sound shop near wow. the Pantheon. He was all over the Aussie section. Javier Martinez Brocal, director of the Rome Reports News Agency, filmed Francis leaving the shop in footage that went viral. Wow. And even got written up in the Vatican newspaper, by the way. Francis. <laughs> Martinez Brocal wrote the Pope a note afterward, explaining that uh, he wasn't paparazzo and regretted Francis, uh, re- regretting that Francis can't move around on notice anymore, but adding that the story provided a much-needed dose of good news for a world inundated with tragedy. So he was doing a blessing. He wasn't he's puttering around shopping? Well, he used to go there all the time. So Francis replied, I won't deny that it was bad luck that after taking all the precautions that there was a journalist waiting for someone on the taxi line. Uh, you can't lose your sense of humor. Writing in his trademark tiny script, Francis then repeated uh, that what he misses most about being Pope is no longer being able to take walks as he used to in Buenos Aires. Uh, and Francis uh, acknowledged that Martinez Brocal was only doing his job as a journalist when he recorded the event. He said, thank you for doing your vocation, even if it put the Pope in difficulty. Can he, uh, couldn't he dress down a little bit? Like a flannel shirt and some jeans? Maybe, sneak in there. Yeah. The shop owners later told the Associated Press that Francis arrived unannounced around 7 p.m., after he had, can you imagine the little bell yeah, yeah. jingles at the door, <laughs> and he comes walking yeah, in? Hey, how's it hanging? Yeah. After, after he, so he oh, arrived. Friend, he got that right. He he. Uh, hey, 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 hey! How's it going, boys? Uh, <laughs> the usual, yeah. They got on my uh, Black Sabbath. <laughs> Uh, so he, he arrived unannounced on EDM 7 p.m. after he had uh, told them uh, during a previous encounter at the Vatican that he would come visit. Where's the Megan the Stallion? Uh, the co-owner said that Francis was a longtime customer who had popped in whenever he was in Rome for meetings at the Vatican when he was a priest uh, or an archbishop and then a cardinal. Like, he would regularly pop into this oh. record shop. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Katrina and the Waves, right? Yeah. All right. One more. Now story. it's off to the head shop. <laughs> Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah. It's a wonder. All right. One last story. Ohio investigators have found the cremated remains of 89 people stored in boxes and bags in an abandoned church in Akron. Something's up. 
Uh, the remains were seized at Greater Faith Missionary Baptist Church on Tuesday by investigators from the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. Is it possible they're just make-your-own-people kits? The church is owned by Shanti Harden, who faces 44 counts, including racketeering, tampering with records, identifying for identity fraud, and abuse of a corpse. There can be no good from naming a child Shanti. Some of the charges are for alleged criminal violations where authorities say Harden acted as an unlicensed funeral director. Wow. Harden's attorney, Thursday asked that a former funeral director named Robert Tate Jr. asked or had said that uh, uh, had asked Harden in 2017 to store the ashes of people whose families had not claimed them. Uh, there was no compensation for him, the lawyer said. He was just doing a service for someone who needed it. Yeah, you notice you never hear of a freelance funeral director? Now, Tate, the former funeral director, pleaded no contest to one felony and three misdemeanor charges in November 2015 after authorities found 11 bodies in various states of Ooh. decay at his funeral home. He was sentenced to a week in jail and probation, but he died in December at 65 years old. The remains in Akron were initially discovered Sunday by a woman who told state investigators that she was an urban explorer Mm -hmm. and had entered an open door of an abandoned church, and she contacted the Ohio State Bureau of Embalmers and Funeral Directors, triggering the state investigation. Uh, So, yeah, they're trying to, I don't know if they're going to try and track down the families or what, but they were abandoned ashes, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see if you've been paying attention. Lesson questions up next, along with trash and music news. Hang in there. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, right now, we're going to do a lesson question, and we are going to give away $50 Wilson's Secret Sauce gift card, if you can tell me. Uh, Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears, what fought in what type of arena? <laughs> or what type of a tournament, I guess. Yes, you yes, yes. Two. Yeah. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. It's pretty ultimate, all right? Uh, Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears once fought in what type of arena? This is from early this morning. It was pre-7 a.m., Let's see if you've been with us all morning along or not. We'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Squeezed.com. The best juice cleanse on the market. Lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. Now free shipping with code radio at checkout. What's going on in your world, Steve? Well, Kanye West insisting that his kids with Kim Kardashian need their real father and not a father figure like Pete Davidson. Kanye says the kids need the stability only he can provide, regardless of whether or not he talks to his patio furniture. Hey! <laughs> Lori Laughlin suggesting she might have the wherewithal to go after the thieves who stole a million dollars of jewelry from her home. Laughlin says that while in prison, she survived a beat-in initiation and joined the Bloods. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly made their official debut as an engaged couple at the Dolce & Cabana Winter 
fashion show on Saturday. Fox proudly showed off the 18-karat diamond in a ring, which is slightly less dense than the filler in her lips. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trip. All right, we'll go to the phones and uh, see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears once fought, once fought in what type of arena? Uh, I want to see if this is correct or not. Hi, John, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Uh, what's that? Oh, lick, lick my, my butt. butt. <laughs> it's close. Yeah. It's good enough. It's close, yeah. Well, glad to uh, do it. Brittany and Jamie Lynn Spears once fought in what type of arena? It was the Kumatag. Yeah, the Kumatag. Yeah. 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 You got it. It says Kumapod on my uh, screen here, but uh, Kumate, Kumatai. You say Kumapod, and the proper response is Kumate. Kumate, Kumapod. Uh, so John got it right, and that means he gets the $50 Wilson's Secret Sauce gift card. A barbecue-based business featuring delicious brisket, pulled pork, St. Louis-style ribs and sandwiches, plus uh, vegan and vegetarian options as well. Wilson's Secret Sauce is at 20, 265 East Township Line Road in Upper Darby. With indoor and outdoor seating, takeout, and they can help with all of your catering needs. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! few things to get to. We'll start with the band Trivium. And Matt Heafy of the band is looking for tattoo suggestions oh. for his full body suit. Uh-huh. So I guess he's doing all Ooh. his entire body, body tattoo. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you think of a large chimp between his nipples? <laughs> the I don't know if his nipples are taken or not. Uh, the guitarist, probably, someone like that, would probably be up for. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, he showed off his current ink on Instagram and asked, "I need some ideas. I'm a ways away still, but what eventually should be the front suit piece I get, or what? What? Sh- uh, but what eventually should be the front suit piece I get?" Uh, I'm torn between several classic Japanese legends, beasts, warriors, uh, but maybe I'm overlooking one. What do you think? I have says. a good idea. Mm. Use the covers of all the Sweet Valley High books. You could do that. <laughs> right? Or Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, or Goosebumps. Like that, yeah. Yeah. But you know what, Steve? If he went with like one of those uh, tuxedo t-shirt thingies, Ooh. he would always... You know, be formal, right? Yeah. That'd be great, just in case. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't get my, tux- my tuxedo. Like Nick found out when his tuxedo was eaten by moths. Yeah, he would never have to worry about Just that. Take his shirt off. Very practical. Thirty-five-year-old musician who got his first tattoo in two thousand five is now covered in ink uh, from his knees to the back half on the back half of his body. From my uh, knees to my back, it says. Yeah, he's <laughs> covered in ink from his knees on the back half of his body. I don't know. That is so. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so he's going oh, with, with oh, the thematic thing. God. Yeah, his entire back is done. Right. All of his back down to the bottom uh, tops of his knees. Wow. That's pretty amazing. It It is. Are you familiar with the Ray Bradbury story, the illustrated man? No. With the tattoos come to life on the guy? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, but, I mean, you know, as beautiful as this is, at some point it is going to... You got to wipe that not butt. Gonna it's gonna not going to look that great. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice now. Yeah, and then I, what do you do? I, I mean, tell you what you do. What you do is you you get your tattoos in such a way, Preston, that it's like the back page of Mad Magazine. Yeah. So when the gravity starts to take hold, 
eventually it becomes another picture. The puzzle comes yeah. together. We okay. just recently watched Dumb and Dumber Two, and in that they go back and uh, to a you know a hot girl from their past or whatever, and they're like, "It's not you. There's no way it's you. Let us see your tattoo." And it was just a you know the round yeah. yellow smiley face. And when she shows the tattoo, it's like a frowny face that's uh-huh. drooping down. Rita Felch. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. excuse me, sir. <laughs> I'm not a not a man. Uh, so he says he'll be. Completing his lower legs with the help of uh, tattoo artist David Brule. Uh, Five Figure Death Punch. Ivan Moody recently turned to Instagram to post a very personal video, which he talks about his near-death experience after uh, having an alcohol-related seizure. Oh, my God. Uh, the video has since been removed. Uh, Moody will mark his fourth year of sobriety this March. Uh, according to Loudwire, the clip in the clip, Moody said, I tried to quit drinking by myself on my own for four days, and the fourth day, my body shut down. Uh, I went into seizure and I died. I was uh, handing my daughter a glass of water one second, and uh, he said, "And we'll get into the next." Yeah, you got to be. If you're an extreme alcoholic, you got to be careful. I know a, a, an old friend of mine died. Yep. Did he? Uh, trying to detox trying himself. To de- oh. And just go and, get medical supervision. Yes, yep. you know that's that's the way. Especially coming off of uh, yeah, alcohol. you can do it. You mm-hmm. can do it correctly, but you need some help. If you're hardcore, it's mm-hmm. very risky. A very risky proposition. Uh, he described the near-death experience as, quote, nothing like anything that you think or that I thought, for that matter of fact, or could have imagined. Uh, he said there was no light. He said, I told Zoltan, who is uh, Beth Ray's in the band, uh, it was like becoming a part of the universal hum, complete peace. The actual universe or the movie studio? Uh, I think he means okay. universe. Yeah. He said it, it wasn't like- cold. It wasn't... <laughs> That's the hum that you hear. Yeah. When you die, you go to Universal. Okay. Uh, He said, uh, it wasn't cold, it wasn't hot. There was no burden of any sort, and for a brief second, I was free, and all these memories, which is, I'm assuming, why people say that your life goes flashing before your eyes, started flashing before my eyes. And then he saw an angelic vision of comedian Rip Taylor, Preston. He said, and was he throwing confetti? confetti. I. And I saw things uh, from my infancy all the way up to that moment, and I remember thinking, this is too good, and I'm not ready for this. I have more to do. Well, that's pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, So he played out the experience in a music video of the song The Tragic Truth, uh, which was released on the 7th to celebrate Moody's birthday. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so there was a video of uh, him talking about this, but it's called... We're having the vision. There's Rip Taylor. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's serious. confetti. <laughs> Let I'm, that be the last I thing he's Rip see. Taylor. He was great. He was great. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be with my family. You want to be with Rip yeah, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Final How seconds. can you not have fun yeah. with a guy like that, man? <laughs> oh I know God. they're very different people, but I would always get Rip Taylor and Rip Torn confused. Yeah, because Rip T and Rip T. And yeah, uh, yeah the, the one guy was an actor who had a bad milk <laughs> shot, and then this guy threw confetti. Well, when he said Rip Taylor, I immediately was thinking of Rip Torn from Defending My Life because he's yeah. one of the lawyers in Defending yeah. My Life. That's eventually what took Rip Torn's life. He said he couldn't stand the comparison. <laughs> they're both dead, though, right? What's that? They're both dead? Yes, they are. Died for the comparison. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to suck. It ate at it. It actually said in the coroner's report, comparison. Wow. What kind of name is Rip? What, is Rip short for anything? Rippins? Ripper. Riptide? My name is Rippard. There's a rip in Yellowstone. There's a rip in Yellowstone? Yeah. Yeah. There's a rip from uh, 
Coatesville, who played in the NBA, Rip Hamilton. Mm. And, and Rip, sometimes man. people would post, you know, like when these guys passed away, they would post, I'm not kidding. Rip, Rip. Rip, Rip. Yeah, it would be uh, R.I.P. Rip. Do you, what would you prefer, Rip or the name Trip, which is also a common I name? I think Trip, because that means you're the third. Or the third, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Either one of those works. But Trip, Trip leads itself to uh, uh, kids picking on you. Yeah. They'll trip you. So does Rip, though, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, but less names. so. I mean, like, they'll trip you and all, hey, Trip. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and uh, but Rip, I guess a, a Rip is a fart, too. So yeah. you know, rip, rip one. Rip Van Winkle. There's a Rip. Uh-huh. And what, what, what did he do other than nap, right? Yeah. So this says it's a masculine name. Rip. Uh, and obviously the meaning of rip is tear in the American English language, but it also means ripe or full grown in the Dutch culture. Uh, uh, maybe it comes from that. Maybe it has that origin. Rip, rip Torn had that uh, <laughs> had that Dutch quality to him. You were wondering if, if it was short for something. Yes. Uh, Ripperton yeah. or, you know, I don't know. Ripperton. Ripperton is Ripperton. a new Netflix series. It's... It's Rip Taylor. Uh, it, it is a guy with a huge oh, dong who flings no. confetti. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. You guys are all so stuck up. Steve, sometimes it's short for Ripley. Oh. oh. There you go. Right, Ripley. Cool. Yes. That's a cool name. All right. Rip Taylor. Okay, so there's one thing that stands out on my mind, and it was, you know, because he, he did prop stuff yeah, as well. Oh, yeah. And he some he just goes holy mackerel, and he pulls out a fish that had all these holes in it. And I was just a kid. <laughs> you thought it was, it was the funniest damn thing. Yeah. Look, it's oh, actually holy a holy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> so I, stupid. I, I'm glad wonderful. that we're talking about five finger death punch and Rip Taylor yeah, in the Rip same Taylor. breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, Preston, here you go. Uh, uh, no, is it, that, is it the holy mackerel? Is it? Did you find? Or are these just with him with props? We don't know. Okay, he's I with Jerry that. Lewis. Yeah. All right. What? <laughs> We're sitting here watching a video of Rip Taylor and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> if you've dude. not explored, oh dear God, the world of uh, Rip Taylor, it's well yeah. worth it. I I'm guess. now looking up uh, the actor that plays Rip on Yellowstone. Let's find oh, out more yeah. about him. Yeah, let's find him out. <laughs> All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna do the obvious segue from Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> to Rip Taylor to Iron Maiden. Okay. So Iron Maiden is looking to perform uh, its entire Senjutsu album uh, all together. You know, from front to back, they're wow. going to play the whole album. I, I'm a big fan of and this I'm glad whole Bill, album. Bill, don't leave. Bill, don't, don't leave. leave. Don't, don't you go anywhere. When I saw it, when I saw this story this morning, I thought of Bill Weston. Okay, right. and I'll tell you why. So, Senjutsu is the name of the album. Yes, uh, which is made in the 17th studio set. Was released last September. Uh, hit number three in the Billboard Top Chart. Bruce Dickinson said in an interview, uh, "The plan is," he said, "We've got we've talked about doing the entire album start to finish." But not this time around, and we'll all appreciate that. Uh, that is something that really diehard fans will probably love, and other people will go, hmm, I'm not going to go see that. So the answer is you play smaller venues so that they sell out to just your diehard fans because it's a musical thing to do. It's a musical thing. So playing the whole album, the new album. And I thought of Bill because Bill went to see Rush when they did the Clockwork Angels tour. That's yes. Right. They played the entire album from beginning to end, and Bill came back and did nothing but bitch about the fact that they didn't play the hits. And I'm do- I'm like, dude, they advertised it as they're playing the entire album from beginning to end. 
I was hoping for a couple of hits. <laughs> or maybe they would play the two or three standout tracks from the new record. Yeah. Did, they, did they? They had to play a few. Did they? Or did they Afterwards, not? They played the whole album. Yeah. They, they, they took a, an intermission in the middle. And then they came back, and then they played, you know, Tom Sawyer and, right. and, and some of those you things. Got some of I was then. heading down Patterson Avenue he was by the time they got to the hits. <laughs> but, but therein lies the danger when you do this, because some people might get tickets and not realize yeah. that it's going to be, okay, we're playing this project. Because it, it was a concept album, so yeah. they wanted to play right. it from the beginning. I got you. Now, so. can we agree that there's a bit of a difference between the Eagles playing Hotel California all the way through with right. some hits? And a oh, clock sure. yeah. But, but, is, but, but if it's a classic album, but this this was brand new, and 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 therein lies the risk. But when you're a band yeah. that sells out every show for 25 years, you can yep. you can. And yeah, they're yeah, super serving. They're 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 most yeah, they're, they're diehard fans. I, I love now every time I've gone to see like Peter Gabriel did so, it, you know, it, and and I knew that the whole purpose. Now, mind you, there's a, a ton of hits on that. That's a great album. Yeah. It's a classic album. Yeah. This was this is brand new, and they're taking right, it out. Right. You know, so so I saw that Maiden was doing a similar thing. <laughs> Bill's on, and I thought of Bill. Bill's beehiving. Did you go to that? Like, did you go to that Neil Young show when he did uh, Greendale? Do you remember that? I did. Yeah. Oh, you were that one. So I went. I did not know it was that. My wife did know it was. It that. wasn't advertised that it way. It was though. not advertised. Uh, but uh, you know what? I happened to like the material. Yeah. So I wasn't. But it wasn't. A lot of people didn't know that that's what it was going to be. Yeah. And so it's basically like this weird Neil Young kind of rock it, it, opera, I guess. It's almost like a Lake Wobegon it is. sort of type thing. And, and people were walking yeah. out of that show like, I want a cinnamon girl! You <laughs> right. know, and they didn't get and that at they, all. There was like a faux front porch of a house. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. They should have thought something was up when Neil Young is doing the tower. <laughs> right? No, was, was it? it was across the river. It was in the Camden. Oh, it was? I yeah. thought it was a small venue like mm. this. No, Iron yeah, it was like across the river and people were not happy. Yeah, so it's a risk when you take the brand new album out. It's a big risk. Freebird. If you're going to do the whole thing. I am not, is that what I do? And Bill mentioned the Eagles. Joe Walsh is headed back to the small screen. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, who had a recurring role back in the day on ABC's uh, The Drew Carey Show, is set for a guest spot uh, tomorrow night on the network's Roseanne spinoff, uh, The Connors. Huh. Uh, executive producer Bruce Helford, who was also the showrunner on Drew Carey, uh, said, Joe wants to break up Harrison Aldo. And he doesn't feel like it's a right match. He and Dan go at it, which is really fun. I feel like that show to me is like a family that I never pay attention to, never watch, and know nothing about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, get, I know what you're saying. You know, that's yeah. the yeah, kind I don't of connection I have to them. It's like they're like a family that I know literally nothing about and could care less about. Um, but it's um, it's still hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, Helford also revealed that the pair ended up uh, singing a song together. Huh. He said that's also pretty damn wonderful. So the Connors uh, will be on tomorrow night at 9 o'clock on ABC if you want to see that. And that's the last item I have in music news for you. It means we have one last break to take, which we're going to do. Come back in a second and uh, what? <laughs> oh, you found the holy mackerel. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. I didn't just dream that. It was real. Uh, Rip Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, we'll be back in a moment, and uh, we'll have our own Rip Taylor, Pierre Robert, here <laughs> in the studio. So stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. 
in-store delivery or drive up and go open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details now back with more of the preston and steve show podcast War on Drugs, 93.3 WMMR. I don't live here anymore. We talked about that before, having that kind of late 1980s uh, vibe to that. I like it. Song. I really like that song. Yeah. Reminds me. I, I think of uh, like a Synclavier and Korg synthesizers yeah. mm-hmm. when I hear that song. It's got a do, cool vibe to it. Then maybe take a deeper dive into some of their earlier stuff, their last album, A Deeper Understanding. I, that won the Grammy for yep. Best Rock Album, and it's really solid. And then Unfamiliar, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, best Rock Album? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I know, I know. Uh, all right, so anyhow, I'd like to thank Rick Williams for being our guest. Rick has taken over the 11 o'clock slot at uh, 6 ABC for Jim Gardner, and he's uh, very humbled and appreciative of that uh, assignment and a uh, super nice guy. And uh, he's going to do great. He's looking forward to it. Yes. So it was nice to have him on. He's been on, uh, He's I think he's had four shows so far. Um, so uh, Maybe he can take the news out on the road. Right? Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> head up somewhere yeah. on location. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was a good time had by all. Pierre Robert is in the studio. He's working his way over to the microphone. To get Holy his... mackerel! There you go. Thank you. Our own Rip Taylor. I'm, except I, I guess a... you would be, though, to be honest. You're the closest thing to him here. Yeah, but I don't have a wig that I pull off. No. But... No, but and you for... have you have an air about you. You have a you have a style about you that is uh, kind of flashy like uh, Rip Taylor. Well, I, I do like sequins. And yeah. you, fling, uh, uh, you fling confetti. Yeah. When you come well, I, That should become you your new trademark. You confetti than I do. That's true. <laughs> at Camp Out Camp Out Let's yeah, face true. it. What were you saying? I said that should be that should become a new uh, trademark of yours. So confetti? Like you do a big bag of confetti wherever you go, and you just start chucking it at people when you I'm so messy up. as it is. I mean, imagine <laughs> having to clean that up all the time. You know, I mean, it's, it's a nightmare. I've driven Kathy crazy with that over mm-hmm. the years. With your with your incredible cleanliness, right? It's, oh, it's impressive. <laughs> um, but I mean, when she said, "Come over and help decorate for Christmas," it was I was so moved, and you know. And she loved my my mishmash. Yes, your courier and I is approach. By the way, is that a, uh, just a, on another note? Is that a Star Trek shirt? It appears to be. It's oh. a turntable Star Trek. Yeah, he's uh, worn that before. It's really gave cool. Me this wicked T-shirt. It's the uh, Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the center of a turntable, um, and on the right hand side or the left, uh, my left, your right, is the Spock Live Long and Prosper. That's very cool. So it looks like uh, like Spock is scratching the record, or he's exactly. queuing up the record. Yeah, yeah it's that's cool. so cool. Brent yeah. gave this to me uh, a couple of years ago, one of my faves. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Excellent. there you have it. All right, uh, sh- uh, get the letter of the day. How about that? Yeah. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A is an Adam. All right. And we now have two letters, three more to go. A Dodge Chrysler Jeep City driveway. <laughs> Are you laughing because both laughing Pierre and Rick Taylor, Taylor are wearing the same jacket? They have this, we have pictures of them side by side wearing the same jacket. I don't think so. Uh, driveway Vermont mini vacation for Ford Smuggler's Notch. Vermont includes uh, three nights lodging in a two-bedroom condo, three days of three, and, uh, three mountain lift tickets and cross-country trail passes. 
uh, indoor pool and hot tubs and more. It's from Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. You can pre-order your New Year solution with just a click at DodgeChryslerJeepCity.net, by the way. What's up on the show today, dude? Uh, it's windy outside. Yes, it, it looks it. Man, it's not that cold temperature-wise, but um, bundle up before you head to your automobiles because it's windy. windy. It's a pain. When it's cold like this and you got to get up front and turn that crank, it's just the worst. Yeah. Well, on, on my Model T, um, <laughs> I, you have to d- turn the crank and pull the choke. Remember yeah. chokes? And also, you have to um, uh, jump starter. Yeah, yeah. And, and and compact the rumble seat. Yeah, yeah. The, oh my God, the rumble seat is it's got so much work, but that's what we get with the high technology. <laughs> What'd you ask me? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, well, let's talk about the program then. Um, we'll get into a block of rolling. Um, and it doesn't say stones here, but um, <laughs> we're gonna have some rolling. We're gonna roll. We're gonna have a block of the new. We band need another rolling. name. <laughs> something to add to rolling. <laughs> yeah, something rolling, rolling wheels, rolling um, joints. But anyway, ah. uh, also we will have a block of corn for Jonathan Davis, uh, and. Um, it's also, it's spelled D apostrophe Avis, like oh. Avis Renicard. Yeah. D Avis. D Avis. Uh, and also Mammoth Dirty Honey uh, block because tonight was going to be the night they were going to play, uh, but that has been pushed off to March 31st. So for those who are jonesing for the show, we'll play a block of combining those bands, plus it's Double Shot Tuesday. Yay! Beautiful. Casey was going to play some corn for you. So we'll have that wow. for lunch. Man, that's amazing. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, Acme as well. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Uh, and also Jurassic Quest is coming to Philadelphia January 15th to the 23rd. Get tickets at JurassicQuest.com. I forgot to congratulate our Tattoos Day winner. Don't worry about the music. Okay. Um, Joseph Luna. Of Denver, New Jersey, gets the $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day uh, on the President Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philly. Uh, for artwork samples, just visit FloatingWorldTattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at FloatingWorldTattoos.com. Uh, tomorrow's a Wednesday. Fox Good Day will do that. David Boreanaz will awesome. be joining us. And comedian Ben Glebe huh. will be on the show, too. So we've got Glieber. a couple of guests to have some fun with tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two da bat two ba 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 